Get in position, Gary. Get in position, Gary. You with your new shoes on, Gary. Gary's really a podcast diva now. He's got shoes. She's so cute. She's sitting in her own seat. She's sitting in her own seat. You should take a picture for the for the website or whatever it's called. Yeah, take it for the what you know what? This is when you need to you need to tweak yourself so you don't sound like you're a (laughs) hundred. Or the website or whatever that is. Did that was you did Gary just bark? yourself? Me to make him look at me for the picture. Oh God, that's I was Cute. like Gary, you got so Gary, Miss Gary got butch. Girl, Miss Gary put her shoes on and she was so butch. She was over butch, Miss Honey. <laughs> Are you feeling really faggoty? Are you feeling really faggoty? Feeling faggoty, faggoty, gay babies and I of course am Mr. John McGuffin your gay pimp daddy your uncle gay your old cousin Magoo would you like that Sam old cousin Magoo <laughs> I, like I like the uncle and the cousin I didn't know you are going down the list well look at me I'm not here in the beautiful podcasting studio here at the new place by myself no 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 of course Mr. Sam Pancake is right next to me <laughs> hi Mr. Sam Pancake hi Johnny McGovern how are you well I am good you're looking very youthful today Thank you, Johnny. You're rocking a sunglasses and kind of I'm a denim rocking look. I'm doing the thing. Brandy's not here yet, so I'm giving the I'm fashion good, yes. overview that I would normally... Oh, my, you're putting yeah. your sunglasses on and you no. are giving me a very Brandy effect. Good job, Sam. Sexo. Sexo, sexo, pharmacia. So she'll be here <laughs> later along with Julie, but uh, now Sammy... Um, <laughs> There's some issues, some matters we need to get to, some business. There's some business business. we might as well take care of at the top of the show because uh, you were quite horrified with yourself on the last podcast. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast audience, (laughs) I would like this press conference to begin by issuing my statement of apology. Thank you. Thank you. Questions in just a minute. Uh, of the, uh, my, uh, this, what am I trying to say? That uh, I would like to issue an apology, an official apology for my crazy drunken shenanigans. Last time because I did drink red wine, oh, red, red wine. from the bodega <laughs> store. <laughs> It was oh, so sweet and sugary, and I so gotta tell you, it, it was so sweet. I was literally tipping it like a moonshine, like the typical West tipping Virginia. Tipping it like man. a moonshine, like a moonshine jug. But y'all, I will listen to the podcast. And it looked like a moonshine jug, it, by the I'm way, saying. listeners. It, had, it was like a shape of an old juggaroo. Cousin Magoo got your juggaroo. <laughs> the little little crooked handle and everything. And so I listened to the podcast back because it was when John was here, and I think my drunkenness and the incredibly cute boy in the room was making me so all cute. like. Mm. Crazy. He's a delight. And 
I just kept, I was listening to it and I was horrified. And I'm not, I mean, God knows, Johnny knows, Nico knows, Tammy might know that I do like to drink. You I like do a cocktail, you like a drink two. or 20 with your your friends and yes. there's nothing wrong with nothing that. Nothing at all. It's all American thing to do. Yes. But I was, I could only listen to halfway through and I usually love to listen to myself talk, but it was a thing about the point where I was like, I said I'd fuck Michael Serrato like a fiddler's bitch that I had to <laughs> dun, 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 insert fiddler music here. <laughs> and uh, Michael, I love Michael, but I also know he has a young strapping boyfriend who would kill, who's very jealous. Jealous, Sam jealous, Sam. You me. better watch out Sam versus Sam. Sam versus Sam. I think young Sam would win. You're right. Not that I, I mean, he's only a day younger. But um, <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, I live on Sam. Well, I was editing the podcast oh. last week and I was going through it. And I, you know, I remember you were drunk. But it didn't really <laughs> register God. to me that how old-fashioned oh. 1940s old movie drunk oh. you were. I'm surprised. Like, if you were, like, it sounded like bubbles were becoming <laughs> out of your mouth is what it sounded like. Oh. Like bubbles would you, and there would be a hiccup with the word hiccup with two little ding, ding dots on either side and to I make it. little black X's on my eyes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Oh so I put it God. in the podcast description, and Sam Pancake gets drunk on red wine from the bodega. And Johnny, when I first saw the description, I was like, oh, I did more than that. Johnny, I'm going to have to ask him about take that description How dare it. he? It can't possibly be accurate. And then I was Hiccup. like, that's all I do. And usually I'm a vodka boy, as y'all know, or yeah. whiskey. I do, I do drink red wine, but not like a gallon at a time. No, not a gallon at a time. Sod had like a couple sips, but that was and it. And I was like, I remember giving him the stink. I went, give me that back. Give you, that back I remember me. actually in editing, I had to take out a couple times. You were like, give me that back. Where you like thought the microphone wasn't attached. Oh, I have not been that drunk since. I don't think. Well, oh. you you know what? I, I thought you were extremely amusing anyway. Thank the you. whole time. I later like, hey, kid. Now, do you know what? You're, you're mentioning that Lindsay Lohan. It reminds me of a story of me and uh, Duchess Lohan's on Fifi the third. She was a vaudeville performer in Europe. Came over here in 1977. Did a pilot presentation <laughs> with me, B. Arthur, and Miss Pinky on a series God. that never got picked up. I did it. Got page scale plus ten, sir. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. I'll, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I know. Well, I'm mortified. Sammy. I'm mortified because I kept talking about myself, which I know you're supposed to do on this, but it was just <laughs> that's the show. Noxious. I, you're still lovable. Thank you, honey. And I'm stone cold sober right now. Believe it or and not. And you're ready to rock. You're, you're ready, ready to, rock to gay out. this fag show up. <laughs> Speaking of gay fags, what? This special angel just flew back in my life. You know what? When we spend too much time apart, I don't like it. I need Monique's. I need my little dimsum lady. Yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's Nico Santos. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, <laughs> oh dimsum lady. Just want to give you a kiss on the hot gal. What's up, faggots? Yeah, bro. And Drico is also in the house. <laughs> yo, yo, Drico, what up? Drico. Yeah, yeah. Drico Swap is on. Man. Time out right now. Oh, really? I can tell. You know what? The last time I saw you was at the Sexy Nerd video premiere party. Oh, Lord. And girl, let me tell you one thing. This is getting a theme for the show is heavy drinking because because uh, yeah. uh, Drico uh, came out that night. And I, yeah. you know what? Drico, though, Drico is Nico's drunk alter ego, who is a very butch, passionate semi-rapey sexy dude <laughs> who loves to get with the fellas He's he aggressive. loves to push someone against the wall and forcibly make out with them and tell them hey player you want to get with this what's right up, player? what's up player coming home with me tonight i mean nico's so- voice drops several octaves <laughs> like it like it's like you're it's like suddenly your dick starts swinging because you have a different <laughs> oh, swagger man. to you and it used to take nico 
about eight drinks, 10 drinks wow. even, to get to a Drico state. But I believe with the encouragement of his friend, John and McGovern, I was like, you know what? You can get to that state. You just got to get it in your head. You can do it after two drinks. You know, like you got to practice bringing, he's a, you know, he likes to talk to fellas. He ain't shy. I want him to come out more. You know, Drico, let's do it. And Nico, you did your work. I did. And Johnny's told a coach about, with, with let's Nico. do so this. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he's helped me with those. Drico is a state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> Drico is a state of mind. Yes. You are up there. Just got to feel sexy. Get up gotta, on it. Know, I'm, I'm, when I'm with Johnny, it only takes me like now, three drinks. Three drinks. Because at three the sexy drinks. nerd party, you were there. Uh, one drink. And you know what? You came as Drico because you started girl, drinking girl. before. <laughs> Gay drinking girl. with John McGovern. <laughs> Yo, hangover is going to be trouble. We went to, we to Akbar before. Um, right, you guys yeah. went to Akbar. I did not, yeah. but and you were there. two for one drinks there. So, Drico came out right away. So, yeah, you showed up, and I think you said, as you normally do, when you arrive in that state, you say, Drico is out. <laughs> right. Drico was in the house. Drico Johnny was in the house. Johnny is a very good spirit guide, a life coach for <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah. And Feeling good about yourself, having sexy it. fun with it gentlemen. Is. Come on. Yeah. Oh, we did have fun that night, oh my Nico. God, that was we amazing. did. That was, that was a lot of well, fun. Well, I remember like, when I did listen to my drunken self, the part I listened to, I kept saying to you, like, I want to know how to get in that go go boy truck. Why didn't I get in the go-go? Behind MJ's where we had the party, there's not a dressing room for the go-go boys, but they pull up a truck that all the platforms and things come in and get stored in, and then the go-go boys change in the truck. Then if you go out to the go-go truck, it's like a truck yeah. hauling dick I mean wow. it's so it's just, delightful it feels so wrong but so, so right, being, right. Being I just day. love chilling in the truck with my fellas what yo, yo. <laughs> thanks go. to Jonna for rocking me in the truck he's so fun thanks to Jonna it looks like we have a uh, Britney Spears style product placement sponsor for the next video (laughs) (laughs) details to come wow very britney spears of me tammy hi tammy gay pimp and permanent lifelong intern tammy even when you're 50 you'll still be my special intern and i'll be at 55 geriatric pimpin with johnny geriatric pimpin Maybe it'll be Jonathan McGovern by then. Jonathan, I'll be a craft to reclaim my name. I don't even, Jonathan isn't actually at all my name. Really? Um, my parents named me short name. They wanted, they thought I, McGovern they, was a long enough last name. they only name. name you Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y? Just John. Oh, just I added right. the knee later for wow, fun. Cool. Because I didn't think people could ever scream, John McGovern! It's not that great, but John McGovern! And I need a name people can scream when they see me. And you know what, everyone, <laughs> listeners, that is the appropriate response. Wasn't your child named John McQuinn, though? No, that was my teen no, star alter ego. I didn't have the Johnny until so, I moved to New York. But you made John work in your teen mind. In your in my teen mind. But then later I grew up to realize <laughs> it's important people can scream wait, wait. your name. <laughs> your fantasy teen name was John McQuinn? Mm-hmm. So you thought that John McQuinn worked, but Johnny McGovern did not at the, work. At the time, <laughs> no, at the time I wasn't even, Johnny wasn't even in my frame of thought. I was right. John, John, and of course, and then my imaginary teen star alter ego starring in his own sitcom Apartment Jeez. 1B. Um, I, yeah, and well, later John McQuinn took breaks from the TV series that oh. he would do and he would do movies with Whoopi Goldberg, oh, right. B. Arthur, Helen Hayes. Lucille Ball. 
Lucille Ball if she had been alive. I mean, what a dream. Oh, God. Anyway. I would like to tell the listeners. Listeners. Sammy. Who's drawn tonight? I'm appropriately dressed in uniform. I'm wearing my big gay sketch show t-shirt. You are from season three. I gave Maxine Ennis a lap dance to get when I was in the audience watching Johnny one time. Really? The audience made me dance and it was like awkward because it was just quiet music. And I was like, I'm not even drunk. What do I do? Lap dance. So I just started lap dancing Maxine and then I got the shirt. Wow. Good job, Tammy. Live appearance at the Big Game Sketch Show taping. (laughs) Maybe you can favor us with another lap dance tonight. We'll see. Oh, things are getting interesting around here. Where's that jug of wine, fellas? Where's that jug of wine, fellas? It is strictly dickly right in here right now. I'm loving it. Because uh, Julie and Brandy are on their way. Julie is working on a movie. So she is on the set, honey. It's on the set. And Miss Brandy was probably on the set too, but she's coming and she says she can't wait to talk to the listeners. She has I some important things so to say. Much. I miss, I miss her too when I don't see her. I miss her? I don't love her. But you know what? We do have a special, beautiful, cute presence in the studio also. Tammy's dog, Gary. Gary. And Gary, okay, if you don't know, Gary is Tammy's dog who uh, has the face of a beautiful cutie walk. <laughs> and now recently on the podcast, there was occasional complaint that people could hear the nails tapping in the background. That was actually an iTunes, one iTunes comment said, the only thing I can hear in this show lately is the nails tapping on the floor during the show. And of course, I'm like, that means it's a problem. Yes. Um, You're very, you care about the customer service I care about the customer lot. service aspect of the show. I want it to be as high as quality. Even one's framed in dramatic wording. Yes, even when framed in dramatic <laughs> wording. So I, I made Tammy get Gary some shoes. And today what? he's wearing cute little shoes. And he's actually sitting in a seat in front of a microphone. Wait, yeah, you didn't say what color shoes. Oh, why don't you describe it, Xander slash Tammy? Well, they're pink shoes, which is the main thing. The look goes as follows. Dog hair I had to all put a- over. <laughs> Beautiful face, cute doggy face, shoes, pink. <laughs> it goes as follows: uh, tan fur, steel blue fur. Steel Technically, blue. it's steel blue. Oh, really? Wow. Um, steel blue. And then special. Oh, and then a brown collar, oh. blue bone to- dog tag with his. Bo- Bone dog yes, tag. Bone. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the color bone. Oh, bone. <laughs> oh no, it's a oh, royal blue. A, fl- a mini bone. Flintstone bone, <laughs> bone necklace. Dog tag. With his full name written on it in cartoon print, uh, Gary T. Snail for Gary the Snail. Oh, right. I forgot about that snail. old And then special accessory for today is little pink shoes. I'm going to post a picture on Johnny's Facebook again around when this comes out. But they've got a little pink paw print and there's white leather and there's a zipper and Velcro. And his little dog print on the bottom. I like the little and, paw print on the bottom of the yes. shoe. And since he's put him on this time, like I forced him onto him like twice before to prepare him for this moment, you know, so he wouldn't go crazy. Um, but this is the first time when I put them on and he started crossing his legs when he sat. He's acting like a drag queen because he's wearing pink. He's bringing it to the floor. Pose- Someone got a job. <laughs> Someone got a job. Um, actually, on the last podcast or one of the past podcasts recently, we talked about having your pets be in a bowl yes. and the categories for pets at the bowl. And I think it was good old Chente sent me uh, some pictures of animals doing, I think it was the site was called 
animals being jerks or something like that. It was like wigs snatching ostriches and <laughs> pets doing funky oh, things. Being assholes, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. And and he was like, all of these animals could be at the ball. And I was like, oh my god, the wig snatching ostrich is this poor black lady sitting in front of an ostrich thing, and she's posing for a picture with a lovely head of hair. And then the ostriches just go whoop and take her hair, and she has the old Marla Gibbs on the later seasons of Two Two Seven, short to the hair underneath, and she goes, oh snap! And runs, and it's just a gif. And it goes over. And there's over one again. too of like a white lady, like there's a, a, a orangutan or a chimp, like swinging on a zip line, and it swings right over her head, and she's like a white lady with this big, like uh, blonde, sort of like long page boy situation, big poofy, and, and it goes snap, and the monkey snatches it right off her head. Wig snatches. And you can't get it back because it's gone. Like the monkey has it in a tree, and she's very embarrassed. And the monkey had it in the tree. <laughs> the, the thing is, here's the, the thing: the, the monkey. <laughs> Was in the monkey. Had it in the tree. So there was no way she was going to get it Can you follow my logic? The monkey had it in the tree. Do you think that means that the animals can like have like wig dar and they can tell if someone's wearing a wig? Or are they just trying to pull their hair and then it's like, whoa, it came off. Yeah. I, I, I wonder. It depends on how cunty and shady the animal is. Because that would Because if the- that animal really wanted to snatch a wig, that means she's shady. Well, ostriches are ball-headed. And, and so they're probably jealous of hair. So I, they're going to snatch a wig they off. They just jealous. Make them make jealous. jealous. They're just jealous, jealous bitches. Get them all your hair. All of my hair. Oh my god. You know, when I was traveling to Nashville, I heard people do okrrr. Really? Yeah, it's a national thing uh, from that oh, video. It's unbelievable. Before we go any further, I would like to mention that this podcast is brought to you by The Smitten Kitten. Yeah! The Smitten Kitten is a beautiful, wonderful sexual store in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and a lovely online present. The Smitten Kitten is a lovely, award-winning, progressive adult sex toys and equipment retailer specializing in the highest quality, safest, and smartest selection of erotic products available for you. The Smitten Kitten's incredibly diverse clients have learned to count on the Smitten Kitten to deliver hard-to-find, handcrafted toys, as well as the most cutting-edge information and resources. And if you visit www.smittenkittenonline.com, you can get so many erotic toys, products, and they are going to send us some to try out, depending on what each of us on the podcast would like to try. Oh. Uh-huh. Dim sum lady would very much like to go to the Smitten Kitten. Oh, I bet you would, Dim sum lady, because the thing about the Smitten Kitten is they have non-toxic medical-grade toys, which are all body-safe. Not putting some old thing that old somebody did that has weird chemicals in your vagina or your ass or whatever you want to put your thing. If you go to the Smitten Kitten, you know it's all body-safe. They also have sex education classes, and all the people that work there are sex educators. And the website, Nico, is a wonderful place to visit. Yes. So many different, well, I mean, Drico. Yeah. Drico, the website, Smitten Kit Online, is a wonderful place to visit. And if you go to the website and put in the coupon code Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, you get 20% off any kind of sexy thing you want. Fuck yeah. Good deal. Doesn't that sound good, Tammy? Tammy, what kind of thing would you like to try from the Smitten Kit? I was thinking about that. I mean, I have a flashlight, but probably some other version of that because the little, like, sleeve thing. Mmm, a little sleeve things? Oh, like where you can, that you can fuck, right? Yeah, like it's just like a little hollow tube that you just like hold. It's like a sock. Oh, what about those eggy, those egg things that I've seen? What are those? They're like, they come, no, they come in like, I've seen them in the sex stores. They come in like a little, 
It looks like a little egg. You take it out and you basically like it's kind of like a mini fleshlight, I guess. Oh. Well, I've noticed here they have a squealer pearl tongue squeet wheel by Love Honey, and it's a little kind of thing that I think you put on, you can fuck, and it's all cute and pink. Or, Tammy, I think I might get you the King Platinum Silicon Dildo by Doc Johnson. It's gigantic. It's huge. It's huge. And I'm going to, actually, I'm going to get you the For Us Vibrating Cock Ring by Rocks Off. It's for, it goes in your, it goes in, I guess maybe it goes in the asshole and then in the pussy, so the guy can ride it. I don't know. That is very interesting. And Tammy, I know that, actually, this I'm going to get for Sam Pancake because he always talks about due diligence. I'm going to get the Stream Master Mini Douche <laughs> so that he can do diligence for his anal sexcapades that he may have. A douche kit. A douche kit. There's the Siren Dildo Cheeky Boy Vibrating Butt Plug and Perineum Massager what? by Rocks Off. The Taint. That's the Taint. Oh, good one, <laughs> Tammy. You knew we need a perineum product. Is that is that um is that Tamantha Tainted Woman's mother? Is Paula Perineum? Yes. Paula Perineum. She's a Tamantha's mother. That's the more formal of them all. The more formal. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you will go to to Smitten Kitten online and put in the coupon code Johnny because the Smitten Kitten is sponsoring us for the next five shows. Dim some lady very excited about this. It's very good. So I want to thank the Smitten Kitten. So many sexy things. And I'm going to see what I'm going to have everybody go through the Smitten Kitten online website and maybe they'll send us some stuff to try out. That's exciting and fun. Yes. It sounds like we're going to have a sex orgy at the podcast. Not together, everyone. Not together. Not together. Hell no. Oh, Nico. Nico, I am just so happy to see you. I know, it's been forever. You've been, now, when I saw you today, I said, oh, something's wrong with my boob. Because you had, you looked just beat <laughs> down. Just, I was just, like, Nico, what's going on? What funny things can you talk about? And you just looked at me. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing's happening. I've just, girl, I've been working at that restaurant for like my day job. Fancy job. Six days a week. Yeah, We're short staff. Gotta uh, make that money. You gotta make that money. Well, we're short-staffed, and, like, yeah. So they, so just they need you to do it all. Oh, but you know who came in? Who? Who? Um, you know that... Um uh, that 50 year old guy who married that 16 year old? Oh, yeah. Oh my, god. oh, my God. They came in and had lunch, and I was just oh, like... No. That's so creepy. Do you know about tragic. this, Tammy? I do, and I don't know whether to judge her or not to judge her. I have mixed feelings. Country star or something. <laughs> well, who, what TV show was that guy on? I don't know, uh, but here's Lost. the no. the guy. Oh, he was on, but was I don't Green remember Mile. him in Green Lost. Miles, okay, so but he's, he's like a character actor, yeah. Hollywood character yeah. actor. So not super famous, but you know his face, and he's been on successful well, things. Yeah. They keep saying Green Mile, which I never saw, but that was over ten years. And he ago. married he married the sixteen year old girl who's like a sexy starlet wannabe country uh, okay. singer, sweetheart, virgin. Western I mean, she girl. looks like she's slut. 25. At least. At least. And that's putting it lightly. Trashy. I saw on D-Listed or somewhere the other day, like, they were, someone was printing some of her tweets from Twitter, and it was all like, I can't, I just feel like the world is kissing me sweet kisses as I roll out of bed and fall into my cat suit. Meow. Oh, yeah, I saw when she was like, nip. just lounging around on my <laughs> silk sheets watching a beautiful movie of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> no, yeah. It was crazy. Well, she was she was practically like I mean she, she should have been just naked like in the restaurant. She was just like wearing like a slinky nighty thing, and I was just like, <laughs> "Was this day or evening?" This was day. I was wow. Like, oh, God. I was all like, "Your tits." I mean, like, 
I don't know. I mean, like, some people like that look. I'm just like... I'm 16, and I want to show you everything, you yeah. fuckers. She looks so hard. Sexy. She looked that hard in real life, too. She looks so hard. She does. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, you look like you've been through the ringer. Like, you're only 16. I have been, and the ringer's made of rhinestones and diamonds. <laughs> and Marilyn and Mary Pussy and juice and, and sexy, sexy shit. Sexy satin yeah. shit. Marijuana and Jack She looks Daniels. like the kind of girl who would take a, like a, an acrylic red fingernail, run it down her reflection in the mirror <laughs> and lick the mirror and then gross, lick her right. finger and put it in her pussy. She's probably doing that right now <laughs> while it's being filmed. He did thank us for accommodating him because they didn't have a reservation. Oh, but they are very famous. So. Wow. Like, you were like the D-list celebrity company. We get a lot of A-list celebrities to come through. You do. Wow. And, and then you also get a couple other letters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you get G-list celebrities when I come to there. there. Mm, G for my gaver. Oh, Uncle Magoo. Um, Cousin Magoo. I was admiring your watch, Nico. Oh, thanks, boo-boo. Is it real? What is it? <gasps> of course. Is it real? Dare I? Of course. Oh, it's, it's sparking real. and shining and catching yeah, my it's, um, raccoon it's, eyes. It's my Christian Dior crystal watch that I um I used to work for Dior. It's uh, Dior. Right. And, uh, but I got the watch for free 99 y'all. Be- Get a bargain, girl. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Yes, yeah, so they had they had a contest one one day. Uh, well, not one day. They, uh, this one year, there was I was working. They had a contest. Whoever can sell the most handbags in like a month. Uh, do you think like um? Can we just talk one second about like the thought process behind? Can you imagine like in the Dior management, they're like, "What should we do to really drive sales?" I'm not sure. What do you think we should do? <laughs> Maybe we could have a fun contest with all of the salespeople. Whoever sells the most gourmand bags will get a special prize. <laughs> Did they did they put up a flyer in the lunchroom or something? They did. <laughs> they did. Uh, they really? Did. They did. They did put up a little. Flyer. What is the lunchroom um, at Dior like? Yes, I'm curious for employee lunchroom. <laughs> the one in, uh, in San Francisco is great, actually. Pleasant. Um, Be- is sad, it does- sadly the Dior store in San Francisco is closed now? Oh, oh economy, economy. This economy. Where will I get my Dior men's cashmere? If only that man Nico was still there. He waited on me so beautifully. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to shop at Dior, but once Nico left, it just became completely passe. Well, they all followed me to all the other stores. So this was when you were working at Dior, and they put a flyer up in the Dior lunchroom. Does the Dior lunchroom, I'm obsessed with it, is it designed fashionably or is it just basic? It's just basic. Okay. It's just basic. Was there yeah. a vending machine? But there, no. With no. only French candy? <laughs> exactly. I wish like the lunchroom for employees at Dior should be extremely harsh, pretentious, gorgeous. Like the, there's no food allowed. Only tart French candies. One type of pink oh, candy. Wish, like just macarons on a platter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a really, and a really yeah. tacky vending machine. This is all we're having. Three macarons. Split it up between you <laughs> I wish no not really oh that would be great though okay so there was a contest there was a contest it was like whoever can sell the most bags gets a free watch and it came in a time where um, uh, the, the the way I won it is that um, there was this one bag uh, that was waitlisted for a really long mm, time which bag was it it was the um, the Dior Gaucho bag oh. do you have it do you have one I don't have a Gaucho what, bag now what is it? I mean I'm familiar with that term but like what does that bag look like in the particular? Gaucho bag Ooh, the show's so gay today it makes me feel good <laughs> so good well oh, the Dior Gaucho collection mm-hmm. this is the kind of thing that makes me feel all warm inside <laughs> gay faggity. talk faggity talk fashion faggity talk yeah get into um, it about the fucking Gaucho bag the Gaucho collection was based on 
Argentinian cowboys, right? yeah, Ca- cowboys. That's uh-huh. what the gauchos are, right? Exactly. What year? What collection was this? What oh, year? God, I don't remember. So yeah, but a while was, back, yeah, a while back. This was like okay. early two thousands. Okay. And so, what did the bag look like? So the bag was always really this really supple, washed, distressed leather mm. with like tan piping, and came mm. in like red, blue, and white colors. Mm. Um, had a little key, like distressed. Um, Love a key. Nickel, silver nickel key. Mm. Um, Two handle zip and then had a little saddle uh, design as well. Oh, was the shape like the saddle? Um, it was a variation of the saddle design. It wasn't like the, the straight, trademark uh, Dior saddle. Okay, bag. I lost mine. Play. I have it at home. I was all the ladies wanted that bag. All the fancy ladies in San Francisco wanted oh. the bag. I have a Dior saddle messenger because I'm a big faggot. You go, girl. <laughs> you go, girl. Because you never know when you'll have to deliver the mail on Ponyback. You don't know. You never know. You no. never, know. never know. The Pony Express might be reinstated, girl, and I want to be first with my messenger saddle bag. <laughs> But yeah, it was like waitlisted for a really long time, and every other boutique had already got theirs early. Uh-huh. And then one day, one day, uh, my, my entire shipment came in in like two days. And Dad, when something like that happens, you call your clients in a very special voice. I, and say, I don't Hello, even call my clients. I call my clients after I run up the credit card. Be like, your bag is here. Pick it up. Yes. Oh God. So and they all went through it the same day, practically. Practically, I that's sold magical. like yeah, like. 30, Tammy, that's what it's like bags. for you. You yeah. just give your credit card to stores and have it on file. You're very wealthy with your red BMW. No, I'm not. Princess but, Tammy not and the Rockers. I witnessed my, one of my good lady, rich lady, white lady girlfriends, uh, famous lady, rich lady, white lady girlfriends in New York. You have a lot of those, Hermes, by the way. Getting her Birkin bag. No. Oh, we were all there together in New Ooh, York. Ooh, this is getting gay. Robert Smith and I and LG, yeah. Oh, LG, you have to time. figure it out yourself. Yes. It's a, anyway, she's a star of a television only. show and a current television show, and Girls is in the title of the other show. But that, uh, but uh, she, that was my only experience being that close to such fancy, like waitlisted. To fancy beauty. Oh, pick from. Um, now pick t- tell me about the experience of going to Birkin with your rich white lady celebrity friend to pick out the bag, and how did they? Tell me, because they're dropping a fucking ton on a Birkin bag, right? It was kind of a thing where she she was, was getting she it would for. Hate that I was telling the story. A she was getting it for a special deal because she she's was, a celebrity. It wasn't, it wasn't that. It was like, there was, I forget the whole thing because I'm not so gay that I know this stuff that well. But my friend who I went with, our friend Robert Smith. He's really gay enough to know everything <laughs> he was a stylist, about it. Not the, the cure, but the stylist. And um, <laughs> he uh, knew and there was two Birkin bags to pick from and she was kind of a splurge for even her. And she was like, oh, should so I do she this? Was ro- she was oh. dropping her own big cash on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's now, like, oh what, now, Birkin bags, what? 25000 uh, no, no, no. The regular no, no. calf versions are like 10000 yeah. 10000 And she was all like, oh, should I do 25000 is what? The crocodile? No, that's no, like that's 50 like, or 60. Ostrich would be like 25 30 okay. mm-hmm. And then crocodile would be like 50 65 But we were like, mm-hmm. the, she was like the one. She that's was an like, expensive bag, ladies. And I, I remember the devil's on the shoulder. Like, do it, do it, do it. She's one of those good girlfriends. It's always like, I'm just do it for me, buy it for me. At Hermes, do, do they have me. a French accent when they say hello, Miss LG? Yeah, lots, of, lots of them were very French, but the guys were so nice and so helpful. I bet and, they were and attractive. And we probably. saw Ivanka Trump across the street later. <gasps> oh, we saw her across the street later after when we got a coffee to celebrate the buying of the bag. She went to the to the um the Algonquin and had some martinis there. Well, you know what? There. Once you buy a Birkin bag, <laughs> that's probably the only appropriate place to go after the Algonquin. Please explain yeah. the Algonquin to our listeners. Well, the Algonquin is. Uh, is a hotel in New York and the Algonquin Round Table was the famous table of in the early part of the 20th century. A longer when Sam was only 25. Well, I remember peering out of my crib at Abraham Lincoln. Um, <laughs> and bang, down he went. Uh, 
No, it was Dorothy Parker and Robert Benchley and... Famous uh, authors of the day. George S. Kaufman, famous authors. The Wits. Bon Vivants and Wits of the Day. Bon Vivants and Wits of the Day would eat there. It's called the Oak Room or is that a different bar? Anyway. Well, it's a fancy place that we wear after you spend uh, $10,000 on a bag... People I'm like, oh, York not twenty five, just ten thousand. Ugh. What else? What just else a clubs? quick purchase. Wow, lady time. It was fun. That was like a vortex of fashion magazine, contagious talk. I really want to get to a point where I can You can just, buy a $10,000 Where I can shop at Hermes or Bottega, like mm. it's the fucking, you know, Gap. And I don't have to worry that about it. That would be yeah, great. Because right now going to the Gap is a stretch for me. I know. The, the Gap is like a $10,000 yeah. bag when now you're a I, struggling now artist. That I don't work in retail and I'm, I don't have my employee discounts or oh, the yeah, hookups. Yeah. I'm so lucky you know, to have my friend my Robert Smith, who is a stylist, who like, these are from him. He like... These are the short time where he was like, you remember last summer where I tried to get heavier and put on some muscle? Because he's, he's very slim. Slim in a perfect way. Slim. And bitches about it. And I, he's like, remember I tried to put on weight? I thought I was going to be thicker and you know, try to muscle up, but it didn't really work. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, these are the shorts I have. I think they'll fit you. Okay. Okay. Squirm. Squirm. <laughs> so I love them. They have this, their diesel has this faggoty little pocket there for your phone. But like, They're I cute. get so much clothes. I have my clothes and my, some of my furniture is from him. Um. So, because he likes to turn it over, he turns it over. You know, he's got to cl- turn the closets over, turn the house over. He does. He's you a. He's always moving. He is the season opposite after of a, season after season. I mean, he is season yeah. after season. Girl. You have to. He's the opposite of a hoarder. <laughs> well, I received so. some free clothes in the mail this week, as has been pointed out by many, many of my fans. Um, the Andrew Christian Company has a new shirt, very oh. similar in spirit to one that you would know from your gay pimp daddy and one of my greatest treasures I've given America, oh. a song called Looking Cute, Feeling Cute. Looking cute and feeling cute. What you gotta do? Let me tell you, you're gay. It's okay. It's a present from Jesus. Every day you get to have sex both ways. People, they're just jealous of you, kind. You're looking cute and feeling cute. What you gotta do? Boy, let me tell you. Look cute and feel cute, and everybody thinks that you are the cutest. Look cute and feel cute. Fuck them bitches and come on with daddy. And in the new Andrew uh, Andrew Christian collection, there's a t shirt that says, Looking big cute, and then feeling. You wore it yesterday, two days ago. Yes, yeah. well, I saw that and I said, hmm, look at that. <laughs> Nobody even called the brother. Well, mm. I don't have any high-priced lawyers, and it doesn't really say looking cute, feeling cute, but it's inferring it. It is. <laughs> and definitely. if you can't beat them, get some free shirts. So I emailed Andrew Christian. I was like, hey. Oh, you did? I didn't yeah. know that. No, I emailed him. I was like, Hey, how about how about I saw your new shirt? How about a couple of free shirts for the inspiration? And he said, "Sure." Wow, I didn't so, know that, that part of it. Yeah. God, Johnny, good for you. You think I would flash. buy the shirt that that was yeah, <laughs> that I wasn't yeah, getting yeah. a piece of? I guess not. It's a lo- it's actually a lovely shirt, and look, I'm not using it right now, and it's a tribute to my my legendariness, right, Tammy? 
Of course. And didn't you actually have a shirt that said looking cute? I did, back in the day. I did, back in the day. Was that like on the front looking cute, on the back feeling cute? Yes, it was. Well, that makes more sense anyway. Well, (laughs) uh, but I think I'm now, I've decided to take it as a tribute and be like, hey, bitch, not everybody had a shirt renamed after one of them songs. And last week, also, you were rocking your uh, extra thin, extra long, extra large, extra thin. Well, thanks to Sonny Perea, my lovely extra large, extra thin shirt. Such a cute shirt. It's very sexy. That's a listener made that. Hmm? A listener made that? A listener, one of our fave listeners made it. I know he really. Sonny Perea. I just uh, became Facebook friends with him. Yes, Sonny Perea. Actually, I mean, he wanted the 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 sizes of everybody on the podcast who could make all shirts. Sonny, I'd like a dim sum lady shirt for Nico. Um, I'd like uh, what? what, We need a Drico one too. Oh, a Drico one. Need shirts, Um, girl. I love Sam you. Pancake. What would your T-shirt say, Sam? Uh, t- tip, uh, like it would have a picture of me with X's over my eyes and bubble, like bubbles <laughs> coming out of my face and bluebirds flying around my head. No, not really. I am a medium. Just saying. Just I'm saying. A large. Okay, I bet you could rock a Sexo Pharmacia T-shirt. Oh, Sexo Pharmacia is perfect. I would yeah, love that. Yeah, I know everybody would like it, and I know Julie Julie Goldman wants an It's Unprofessional Girl T-shirt. Oh, yes. <laughs> unprofessional Girl. Speaking of T-shirts, you can buy your own I Heart Sexy Nerd shirt in the store at gaypimp.com and I've added because of Annie Banani one of our greatest listeners um, she said girl there's no women's on the on the, oh, the site, oh. and I guess I could buy a men's, but I need sleeves, so Let's I made. Be a hater. So I no, I went <laughs> on and I made a special woman's one, and oh, so now it's available for thoughtful. men and women. Yay! Doesn't Equal take me rights. much to have to make it. Equal about- rights <laughs> in t-shirts <laughs> for sexy, sexy nerd. You 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 are also awesome in the customer service, just like Nico. You guys said, Nico, you're right, Nico. Brothers in customer service, high five, we girl. Should, we should open up a boutique, a gay pimp boutique. Oh, that Welcome. sounds like a dream. Welcome to the gay pimp boutique. How can I help you today? Oh my goodness, Anything that sounds like a dream. Fine? I had actually, I recently was going through the archives and I found the original t-shirt line that I had out when back in the day when I was doing Gay Pimp the first time, which was a very complicated process with pressing of shirts and oh. ordering of logos from when I first did, had Gay Pimp out, we did a line of shirts that were all dirty gay sports teams. So it said dirty gay soccer, dirty gay football, but they were all looked like those high school um, shirts that you had with the soccer player and the wrestler and the oh, football okay. and I had them ordered from a place that made them for high schools <laughs> and I recently got a letter from the lady like hey it's Jeannie from United Press remember when you made those crazy shirts <laughs> they were so excited and amused to not just be doing like Walter Junior High School <laughs> soccer but to have like dirty gay soccer dirty gay wrestling that's was, hilarious. And I, uh, they were very complicated to make. and It was a big process. It's not like now where just a, someone makes it far away and sends it to you. So there's not any left. Well, there's an archive of every shirt on that, the, on the that in, in my house. <laughs> and one in my closet. I have the surfing one. Yes. And I, some people that had dirty gay surfing, dirty gay soccer, dirty gay football, dirty gay wrestling. I'm going to rock them out for fall. You should do a little video. It's a little video shoot. You can show them to people. You're right. And if I thought there was enough interest, I could bring, bring it back. But it's very complicated honey <laughs> well looks like sammy actually has to go here for the he just here for the beginning he has a date with an ex i i had to come in and apologize to everyone yeah to get in Make there get it done not mm. to leave and go drink somewhere else now I'm, I'm meeting my ex in a civil fashion um 
We're that's classy of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's not a like as you know, Johnny. We ran into him last night too, but like yes, we did. It's um, it's and you were very perfect and together, and you've gotten him a gift, and you're being very mature about everything. Well, I broke up with him. Yeah. God, I hope he doesn't. Maybe he does listen. I'll tell him not to listen to this one. (laughs) (laughs) He has a new boyfriend, and I'm living it up so everybody wins. You're hanging out with Draco and the gay pimp. Come on now, come on. Everything's coming up fucking homos for you. Stop player. I gotta say, yo, yo. I'm glad I didn't have a boyfriend when I met you guys. Well, I'd already met you, but like. <laughs> well, now it's much Ever more since fun. Since I've gone to Johnny McGovern land, things have been cuckoo magoo. I'm fun. In the nightlife. Can I just fun. say, I like to have fun. And I will guys. tell the stories maybe next time. Some next time, we have okay. some extra stories that we'll have to spell. And I have some other Hollywood stories, too. So. I, but I know you have 101 Hollywood <laughs> stories, honey. 101 <laughs> Hollywood stories. All right, bye, y'all. Bye, bye. Sammy. Bye. Tell the girls bye, I will tell bye. the ladies that you said hello. I'll talk to you. Bye bye, Sam. Bye, Sam. Sam, good old Sam. Sam's very fun. God him. bless him. Um, now look, the two of you have been whores lately. Uh, I know that's the truth, and uh, I'm very excited look. to hear all the details of your slutting around. Dim some lady been a very bad girl. Dim some lady <laughs> had someone put their finger in your hagao. Oh Lord, have mercy! Dim some lady. Now tell me, did Drico snag this, or Drico, was it? Was Drico was there? Or oh, Drico was there. Drico was there, but um, but it was it, or was he uh, captured by the demure charms of Dim some lady? Drico was definitely the one who. Well, I don't know because the guy approached me. Okay, um, but oh, he was sexy. not aware that uh, that I was Drico because he was just like, "You're really cute." And I was like, "What's up, player? Let's do this." Yeah, go play. <laughs> what he looked like? Um, he was mid thirties. Okay. Um, kind of okay. I mean, like not usually my type, but Drico was out, and he kind of kind of just looked like a dirty fuck. Like, oh, Nico, like, how dare you? What race yeah. was he? Huh? What race? He was, was white. He? White. White, 35. Okay. White. Cute. Um, I mean, like, was this like body type? drunk thing or just like a um, also cute like, thing? <laughs> I, th- I thought it was, I thought it was good looking. He was okay. very like kind of bad boyish looking. Oh. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was very intrigued and Drigo was totally like. Drigo was very intrigued. Oh, Drigo was like, what's up, let's do this. Like, you're really cute. And I was like, Hi, I know I am. I know I am, motherfucker. And then proceeded to push him against the wall. You did? <laughs> yeah, I got that. You did the signature uh, move. That, that is Drico's signature move. Like, when Drico's out, push. You know Drico's there. If somebody yeah. hits the wall, you know it's Drico. Oh, Lord have mercy. And then there was a lot of making out going on. Oh. Um, There was a lot of pushing and making out going on. Mm, and push and pull. This was at a bar. Where yeah. were you and why wasn't I there? I know, right? Why have we missed was... each other on all of our adventures lately? I know. We keep, like, two ships two passing. Two ships passing tonight. Tonight. Well, this ship just, we'd love oh, boat I right know. now. I know, child. And it was, um, I was there with some friends, so I had to play double duty because... Oh, like, hey, guys. Yeah, I'm totally normal, and I'm just me, nice, Nico. Oh, yeah, fucker. Get against the wall. Suck my dick in the bathroom, fucker. Yeah. So when it was time to, like, you know, like, sidewalk sail it... Yeah. And so just like, I live three blocks away. Let's do this. Let's do this. That's yeah. the great thing about your location. So easy for any gay bar excursion. But here's here here's the surprise to me though. Oh. Is that mm-hmm. you know, you know, when Drico's out, Drico is an aggressive 
top, quote uh-huh, unquote. Uh-huh. Um, that didn't happen. No, no. <laughs> no, it did not happen. I think Drico still needs a little coaxing. You know what? Drico um, could be an aggressive bottom. Perhaps. There's nothing Maybe, wrong with yeah. that. Maybe Maybe bossy bottom. Drico might be song. a bossy bottom. <laughs> Hit it. I think maybe, uh, yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong. You know, Drico. Maybe Drico's Drico's a versatile bottom. Maybe I was. I, I mean, I think maybe Drico one day a, he'll be. He's Drico an aspiring. A, he's an aspiring versatile bottom. There he is. Because uh, Drico was very intimidated because this guy was huge. Big cock alert. Oh my god! What the kielbasa is going on? I mean, on? like top three I've had. I would really? Say. And I've had some big ones, people. Thick. Thick and long, baby Thick arm. and baby but arm. Baby arm. Love a baby arm because you can baby cradle arm. it. Okay. Just cradle that Gada shit. Goo goo, motherfucker. Goo god. <laughs> yeah. Your arm's too short to box with God, but your dick is big enough. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, it was fun. It's been a while since uh, since uh, Drico had his fun. So. Yeah, and since your butt's been pummeled, and look at you now. And oh, I don't no, know whatever you're no talking. No longer, Mr. McGovern. Li- Mr. McGovern, please. I, oh, I'm a good Southern. Mm-hmm. I, I, I may I need I to never. get you the King Platform Silicon Dildo by Doc Johnson from Spin Kid Online. <laughs> I want the Taint by Numbers. A taint. Oh, that's <laughs> a great product that you could do. What Spin would the ta- Kitten? You need to you need to create a product something of Taint by Numbers. What? T- well, let's ask the expert of Taints. Taint. <laughs> Taint. The Taint Woman. What would a Taint by Numbers toy be? Well, for my product, not for my product line, I would have two different ideas. You could do some kind of like edible paint where you literally paint the taint by number and oh. lick it off. Oh. Kind of like an edible panty. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Timmy. Go oh on. my God. Go on. And then what happened? Or what was my first then? thought? Or oh, my first thought was taint like. Taint by numbers. Taint by numbers. Some kind of like just numbered instruction for like how to like really lick the taint well. Yeah, Which taint I feel numbers. like you don't need that much technique for it's it. It's really like large of an up, area. up and down. But well, side you, to side, diagonal. I mean, there's not too many choices. It could be a whole like how to do do a rim job type of thing. Just oh, call a taint by number. You're right. Where you start? Yeah. It's Maybe like, you could have I don't know like some sort of uh, if it's like a toy then like the levels of uh, pleasure. Oh that. yeah, taint uh, by numbers. Taint you're by turning numbers. up to different oh, numbers of pleasure numbers. for your perineum. Uh-huh. I want royalties, Spin Kitten. What? I want royalties on this. Patent pending. Patent pending. Okay. Patent pending. Spin Kitten. By numbers. Taint must behave it. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you had a gentleman time. That's fun. Very yeah, fun. You're not the only whore around here though, Apparently Tammy. Not. I always deliver. <laughs> <laughs> Tamantha, taint to one by numbers. So Tammy, you're making your way back into the single life. You yes. had one medium okay experience right. a little while ago. Yeah. And now how was the number was this number two? Yes, number two I and three, four and now. five? Just number two, unfortunately, so okay. far still. Um, but it was better than the first one, much better. Um, he was a Canadian bottom mm. with a beard and a deep voice, though. Oh. But still bottoming besides that, which I like. So, okay. nice little combo. Mm. And Are you a top? Yes, I am. I know. Oh. It's always a shock to everyone. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> for real. Um, but for real, though. For real, yes. For real, well, not for play, play. You was a top. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Editing my responses. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that and don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, 
I don't know, not that much to the story. It's just pretty standard hookup. Although he was the first guy that I had even like made out with with like a full beard. Like he said that like because after we started making out, I was like, oh, you're the first guy that I made out with with like this much of a beard. It's like kind of an interesting issue or <laughs> just like uh-huh. feels different. And he was like, oh yeah, like I was gonna trim it, but like my trimmer was broken or something. So. Trimmer was broken, man. Some people don't go every few days to their barber to have a special trim up like, <laughs> like me. You. Uh-oh. Um, but yeah, um, he had a really thick cock. Oh, and, this uh, is a thick cock hour. Uh-huh. Great. This is a thick cock part of the show. And mm. uh, he came very quickly, and I still take that as a compliment. Oh, well, because you know what? <laughs> Tammy always delivers. <laughs> I do. Yes, you do, girl. Yes, you do. Yes, yes you she do, do honey. And yes, she a, do. He's a possible repeat, but I think he's in Sweden right now for a month, and then when he moves back, he's going to be in living here in L.A., so maybe I can do some kind of, you know, post-podcast hookup, because I'm not driving to L.A. just to fuck him. That's that's you're not gonna drive to L. You'll I love that you'll drive to Wait, LA to do, do the podcast, but not not drive to LA. Lance, he Tammy has a commute for this oh show. My God bless him. Orange County. I live in Anaheim now, but I'm Anaheim now, but I'm from Brea, where you're performing soon. Oh my God! Yes. Speaking um, of which, <laughs> I will be I will be um, performing at the Brea Improv for uh, Filipino Kings of Comedy. Oh, I forgot oh. about that. When is that? August 18th through the 20th. August. Oh, I'm going to be here for that. Are you? Yeah, I need to see that. What's that show called again? What's the tagline? Filipino Kings of Comedy. I know, but they had a little tagline. Who's belongs this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just reading that, I imagine it in a Filipino accent, and it was very funny. Now, who's, whose tag is that? It's uh, this comedian named Joey Gila. is a wonderful friend of mine, and he's very funny, and he does Asian accents so well. He just, I mean, every time he speaks, he sounds like my freaking relatives. Oh, my gosh. I am looking forward to that show. You should come to Oh, yes. I'm definitely coming. You're the- coming. All right. Philip, Tammy will have a date. Oh my gosh, the Filipino kings of comedy sounds hilarious. Because you know, there's one thing I like: gay Filipino comedians. Because I, especially okay. you're my favorite, though. I'm the only gay one. Well, really? Yeah. Bitch. I'm the only queen there. Bitch. I hope, Look you, up. I hope you don't get gay bashed again like last time. Verbally. Oh my god. I, yeah. I'm at, right. What happened last time when you were in Brea? I was in Brea. The last time I was doing, I was actually doing a Filipino theme. It was in the Filipino kings of comedy, but I was opening for a Filipino comic and. I was talking about some. Um, I was talking about hooking up with a guy, and this lady in the audience was just like TMI. And oh no! I know. I remember I you was telling just me like, this. Really? I was just like so shocked that somebody would even say that aloud to me at a comedy yeah, show. Yeah, how rude! Like I didn't even like edit myself. I was just like, shut the fuck up! Yeah, bitch! Don't Drico fuck with came that. Out. Yeah, you know what? Drico's also good for a fight. Yeah. Yeah, I need to. I need you to don't. You know what? Drico. That's like just adrenaline getting Draco right, out. Right. Right. See, Draco's like the Hulk. Don't make him yeah. angry or horny. Yeah. I, maybe I have multiple personality disorder. Oh my god. <laughs> Draco, it just comes out when I'm being. Draco's like the dark half. Dim some lady. He was the twin. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you have two. Do you have two little half fetuses in yeah. your body? One's dim some lady, and one's Draco, <laughs> and they like come out on the backside of your head like. Ah. Oh my god! I'm Sybil. Sybil. You're Sybil. You're more like Sybil Shepherd. Is what you're I'm Sybil like. <laughs> Shepherd Moonlighting. Thank you. Yes. You're um, going to be just as controversial at this show, even though it's... Or are you going to be just as controversial this time as you were last time in Brea? Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm working yeah. on a lot of new material, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping that these people aren't going to be as fucking conservative as the last time. Well, I'll be there Yeah, me and John will just be cheering for every gay joke. Yeah! Oh, this yeah. is good, everyone! I suck love it! gay material! Suck it, everyone! Asshole's they want to say, best. suck it, suck my dick! Because <laughs> I'm gay! If you're a man! <laughs> I'll wear my gay. It's got a wild shirt. Yeah. You can wear something else gay. Oh, that's great. Like, hey, I'll wear a I Heart Wiener. 
and I'll probably know some people in the audience because it's my hometown. So I'll be like, yeah, I'm here at the comedy show with the gay pen. What? So what is the there to do comic? in Brea? Tell me what go am I going to do. Go with Jesus. Tammy will have a fight like <laughs> at the, the party. Go in the way of Jesus. Play Lady Gaga and watch Nico Santos comedy. <laughs> Well, Brea was ranked as like the fifth best city to live in in the United States or something. Oh. It is very like trying to be like old timey city kind of, but I mean, there's a mall in like I a downtown saw, area. All I that saw is was it. A, you know, was a, uh, was it that that pottery painting place? Yeah, it's just like stupid and, shops uh, like that by a movie theater. That's all it is. It's and, a small uh, town. <laughs> I don't really need a coral necklace or a no. You don't need a flowing um like a degradé linen ombre an ombre linen pantsuit I doubt I doubt I really don't a, a shell um heavy necklace Oh my god a silk bolero A bolero is it in every Chico's lady <laughs> oh, wardrobe Absolutely absolutely Tammy does your mom shop at Chico's cuz that's what Chico's cuz that's what it, I no. imagine No she shops at Ann Taylor Oh Ann she's Ann Taylor Ann Taylor loft uh, the loft, yes, okay, the loft. Of okay. course, girlfriend, Absolutely. but of course. Well, I have some exciting news, everyone. Okay. Sexy Nerd has hit in just over a week 100,000 views. Really? Yeah. 100,000 views Woo-hoo. in just one week. Thanks to you, my little gay babies, for sharing it and posting it and tweeting it and Facebooking it. Because let me tell you, the gay pimp army really came in. Everybody did their thing. And Nico, can I tell you something about the comments that I'm getting on this video? Yes. Nico Santos is cute. Shut the front doors. Oh, yeah. There's several comments that Nico Santos is so cute. Oh, my God. Yes. That's right, girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, my God. OMGYG. OMGYG. Oh, my God, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) OMGYG. That's so sweet. I know. Isn't that nice? Yeah. That's exciting. comments like that. Well, girl, you're rolling with gay pimp now. Oh, shit. What if they're going to think Drico is motherfucking hot? Yeah. see. Drico will make a cameo in the dick video you'll play Drico oh, okay well you gotta get me drunk mm, no you're just going channel you're an actor you can okay. do it you're an actor and you, gotta, you, you can still do fear. it I gotta get that adrenaline yeah I mean, you're gonna play gonna it in Digmatize well speaking of all the videos big things are coming up Tammy it's all coming what? together I'm in in the lab with Michael Serrato and our editor James and we are rocking modified right now it is going down right now and the footage is looking so I'm really excited to see that. I'm so sad I'm going to be a part of it. Oh, me too. Melanie Hutzel, who plays the character of Modified, the middle-aged lady in my robes last doing everything. Modified is off the hook. She's so hilarious. The aerobics lady dancers are amazing. It is me and Nadia look so so good. I'm I saw a still from it on Facebook. You do about yeah. It great. I'm rocking a tux, a Dior tux. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's actually a replica I got from China, but yeah, it has <laughs> the Dior tags in it, girl. <laughs> Ideos Mio is in it. Ideos Mio is in it, and of course, cameos by Sam Pancake and Calpurnia and Jackie B and a million people, and it's super fun. And of course, Miss Notch Ginsburg is in it with me. So we are editing way of that, and hopefully, that'll be out by the end of this month. Awesome. Girl, I'm giving you Beyonce right now. Awesome. I'm giving you video after video after video. And then next week, I leave to go to New York City to make the video for man areas. Oh, I, I like your man areas. I like your man areas. You know I like, like, like to lick, lick, lick your man areas. Acapella, 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 Ac
talk about Ten by Numbers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a very dirty little jam. It is. It's sexy. And I'm going to be filming it at the cock. The legendary cock. My favorite bar. The the And the thing is, the cock is a legendary New York establishment. And no one has ever shot a video there. Or I think I've been able to get permission to, to shoot a video there. Wow. But I'm working with Man Parrish. Legendary DJ Man Parrish. If you haven't checked out his interview on one of the past seasons of the podcast. Girl. It is a history lesson. He had he's been he fucking lived lived in New York in the height of the seventies and was yeah. like came to New York as a sixteen year old YMCA in the baths and he's a legend. He's an OG original gay. He's an original gay yeah, and he is amazing. Yeah, so he's helping us hook it up because I wrote Man Areas after I went to one of his sperm parties <laughs> at the cock, as which you is, do. I wouldn't say is a sex party, but it's very sexual. It has lots of sexy naked go-go dancers who are naked on the bar who are oh. rubbing their dicks up against each other's butts and uh. like customers were blowing go. Go boys uh, and the music was basses booming loud. At one point during the party, the, there's like naked porn stars fucking making out and jailing each other in the bar. And Man Parish puts on a praise Jesus, everybody <laughs> Jesus, call now Lord, 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 Lord Jesus. And I look over and I was like, girl, he's looking at me like, girl, get into hot, praise the gay you. I was like, bitch, you are sick, you are too good. And I had so much fun at this party that the next day I was actually leaving the next day to come back here to LA I was in New York and staying with Adam Joseph and before I left to the airport I said girl I need another song for the album we need you to produce it in 20 minutes (laughs) and so we made a beat real quick that I loved and then I uh, just kind of freestyled some lyrics over it and then later I took it to the studio and recorded it and got it all together and then put it in the magical mixing hands of Mr. Markaholic to make it sound very, very funky. So I'm going to shoot it at the cock and there's going to be a great old New York City reunion, y'all. Is I am bringing back all the children. Erica Tor Aviance will be in the video. Yay. Miss Anita Aviance will be in the video. Of course, uh, maybe even Miss Coco Aviance will be in the Yay. video. I'm trying to coax J Star out of retirement to be in the video. If you can imagine something Yay. so wonderful Ooh, is happening, he's gotten so muscular, but he's also oh. shy, shy, shy. So you never know whether or not he's going to do it. Though he is available for rent, apparently on rentboy.com. Oh, he's up. Okay, good. He's up, and apparently he's bisexual because you know I like to check in with my J Star, uh, my J Star hookery profile. Who's J Star? The America's number one go-go boy from back when I threw parties in New York. He's so sexy. He's in the he's in the something for the fellas that like the fellas video. Brazilian Marky Mark. But now he looks like he ate Marky Mark because he is boom huge. Um, So to try to coax him out. All the boys from Night Camp, which is a collective where I where was birthed Brad and Chad from the original Mm -hmm. podcast seasons, who also were in something for the fellas video. Two of my favorite little go-go superstars. And the Night Camp was a collective of. (laughs) <laughs> that this guy James Tate started of young 18 to 21 year old go-go boys and he had a go-go collective and they would dance at strip clubs in DC and they'd go all over the place and they came to New York and one night I did the show at Spirit where I did my Gay Boy Mansion song and he brought 50 go-go boys with him 
all these sexy, young, tender little things, and they each had nicknames on the back of their jerseys. Fifty. Fifty. Five zero. I was in. We were in the bed, and then we dressed them all up as gay boy bunnies in little underwears and bow ties and bunny ears. And that was when I first met Jason Walker, and he came backstage and he said, "Johnny, that old gay pimp thing." It's real. <laughs> I was like, show is good timing, y'all. Good timing for someone to meet me surrounded by 50 boys. Um, so I talked to James, and he's bringing me the Night Camp, the next generation, to be in the video. Because the first generation got too old. Well, the first generation now is way over the age. Some of them are still go-go boys, uh, but some they've all scattered to the wind, as go-go boys are wont to do. So we'll be discovering a whole new generation of uh, Night Camp boys. Also, Greg McKeon from the Sexy Nerd video just happens to be in New York at the same time as I'm going to be shooting the video. So he is going to be making a sexy cameo in the video too. Sweet. And of course, going to be directed by Mr. Scott Video, who directed something for the fellas and edited my pumps and paid for by my beautiful, wonderful, sweet, beautiful, gorgeous, lovely, darling Kickstarter backers. God bless you. Your money is Amen. still working for you. Jesus. Still working for you, everyone. You made a wise choice with your investment, everyone. A very wise choice. Yes. So Mr. Scott video is going to be helming it. Dick Mitchell is going to be lighting it. Dick Mitchell is the photographer who took all of my pictures in New York. If any, if I ever had to do a magazine cover or any kind of shoot, I would say there's one person I need to take this picture. Dick Mitchell. Dick Mitchell knows how to make me look good. He can make it. He can. You can give him a flashlight and a blue gel, and it'll look like fifty thousand dollars. Work. But he's going to be bringing all sorts of special lights. So it's very exciting. Got to keep that them videos coming. Y'all didn't raise that money for nothing. So I'm flying out of L.A. I'm going to get my ass to New York City and make that video. And while I'm there, everyone, there's something special happening. What? What is it? New York City Reunion Podcast. <gasps> Whoa! Oh, that's no. right. Featuring Erica Tour. Yay! And perhaps patent pending... <laughs> Uh, uh, the return of Linda James. Yay! Yay! So uh, we'll see how it comes together. Linda said, oh, I would love to, as long as I don't get a job. So if Linda gets a job, she might not be in there. But uh, hopefully we'll have a little reunion of all the kids. And actually, Erica Tor has just released her Erica Reworked which is the remix album for her work, Erica, curated by DJ Nita with remixes of all the tracks from work, Erica. So we're going to be celebrating that, playing it, talking to the remixers, talking to DJ Nita, talking to Nelson, talking to the whole In Subtitles crew, and having a good old-fashioned podcast time. Doesn't that sound good? That's amazing. Are you going to do it in amazing? the old studio? Do it in the old studio with old Mark. How amazing. It's going to be all... Tim, you'll be the only one who's not going to be there. JT will probably be there. Bitch. <laughs> when are you going to be York? Next week, girl. What's, what's, what date? 23rd through the 3rd. Through the third? Mm-hmm. I'm flying in on second. Really? Yeah. We have one night to have fun. Yeah. I'm, we, flying, in, I'm flying in on second. Oh, my God. That's yeah. exciting. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nico, on the second, because I don't leave. Of course, you know me. I like to travel at night. Yeah. So I'm leaving on the night of the third. Okay, because I'm, I'm arriving at like... 11 p.m. in a second. Ooh, girl, we okay, don't have some fun. do New York right. Do it up. Do that New York right. Where are you very, staying? I'm staying with Erica Tour Aviance. Shay Aviance. That's where I'm staying. Oh, also in the Man Aries video, Mother Flawless Sabrina making a special cameo. <laughs> 
going to be very exciting. And we're also doing a special making of the video for this for this video. So you're going to be seeing me getting there to all the behind the scenes. Scott videos working for Bravo. So he has all the different Bravo style crews coming to f fucking take over and film that shit. So it's going to be quite exciting. Ooh. Now, everyone. Um. There's a lady who's been around the world and she, 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 she can't find her baby. I don't know and I don't know why. She looks so blame. It's Calpurnia Adams is back. Hi, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Like a dream in a prairie dress, cow gal boots on the sound of her Heineken tall boy opening up. <laughs> and her hair is finally officially platinum. Yes, it's... It. It's um, it needs to touch up right now. I touched it up right before I went to London, and it was white as snow. But now it already needs a another cycle. You know, it's a, a lot oh. of upkeep. Well, I saw the picture when you said I've achieved platinum, and girl, you did achieve it. Um, you looked so good. Well, my um, my hair maestro Matthew Burton at Gavard Atelier in of Beverly course, Hills. But of course. <laughs> Finally, um, he upped my peroxide level. So it, it burns like acid, but I get white hair, and that's all that matters. Mm. <laughs> now, girl, you have had the most whirl-fucking-wind couple weeks. It has been... I, I tell you, kids, I went to London for a week, and I've been there before for film festivals and stuff, but this time was the best vacation I've ever had in my life. Wow. I, um, I spent the whole time... Alec Mappa, his husband and son, all oh, went at the same time. They did? Yeah. It was like a Love Boat episode. So, it was, you know, Facts <laughs> of Life Go to Europe. Facts of Life Go to Europe is real. You're correct. That's more what it is. Facts of Life Go to Europe. And, um... I was Joe, I think. Well, I, Trey I'm just, Booch. I'm not Blair. I can't be. But anyway, <laughs> so they were there at the same time. So we hooked up for different things. But mostly I spent all my time with my pal Patrick Wolf and his fiance. Celebrity superstar and, Patrick oh. Wolf. And he's with Mercury Records now. And he's about to do his um, American tour. Oh. And I did some gigs with him in London, which I'll tell you about. Yeah. But September 13th and 14th at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, I'm going to be opening for Patrick both nights. What? Are you kidding me? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God, girl. Now, please explain to the listeners about the Hollywood Cemetery yes, for those that this? don't know. I don't uh, know. Well, there, there's this place here. Um, called it's a the, cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's called the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And Google it because there's pics and stuff. But it's an old cemetery, like with old-fashioned, creepy headstones and mausoleums and stuff that's been in Hollywood since the old days. And it has a lot of sort of stars that you haven't really heard of, but they've been in movies. But Hollywood, know. honey. Yeah, like the black and white era, like early Hollywood, all these actors and stuff who worked in those days. And this really interesting guy bought it. And now they show like movies there. They'll yeah. Like show movies. You know, if there's a huge line of cars outside Hollywood Cemetery on a Friday or a Saturday that they're showing a movie because people flock to that. Yeah. And sometimes the people in the movie are dead there in the cemetery. Right. <laughs> and their ghosts are having popcorn and watching. Right. And and it's huge, too. This isn't like some little church cemetery. This no, is it's giant. big. And every um, Halloween, they have a big Dia de los Muertos oh. festival, you know, and people go in costume and there's food and stuff. It's really weird, but it's amazing. And sometimes they have music and Patrick 
who, if you haven't heard Patrick, I keep saying it, Google Patrick Wolf. Well, we'll play one of his tracks that you ch- of your choosing on oh, the show yes. today. Yes, wonderful. He's really amazing. Like, his early albums are really dark and angsty. Mm. And his current album, because he's in love with his male fiance, oh. are all happy now. What so, a delight. Um, we um, we played gigs in London everywhere from the legendary Madame JoJo's Tranny Shack. Oh, Madame um, JoJo's. <laughs> what a delight. Yeah, it's JoJo's. It's me! Hey, Campania! Uh, hello, Campania! It's me, Julio, the FDM Pieces, British cousin, I run Tranny Shack, and I'll rape you! <laughs> oh, Madame JoJo in London. <laughs> I needed a drink on that one. <laughs> so it's not but, JoJo the FDM penis, but Madam JoJo, Tranny Shack. Like, now, is that related to Tranny Shack here in America? Yeah, the, I believe. Now, don't kill me if I'm wrong. Uh, They're all coming for you if you get it wrong, girl. <laughs> but I believe London was the first one, and then uh, Lady Bunny or somebody brought it here to the U.S. Hecklina. Oh, Hecklina. Yeah, so London was Hecklina like the original. would be coming for you if you thought she was Lady Bunny, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the crowd there is very rough. Like the mm. the um, Dusty O is the hostess there. Amazing. She has a lot of great um, remixes on YouTube. She was like, you know, Capernia, I I can't be held responsible if if the crowd eats you alive. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you know there it's this dark basement full of just London fags and queens. Bring and- on the queen, darling. <laughs> Bring her on. So, and I say those words with love in my heart. And so I went on, like Patrick opened for me, which he never does. He would never play a venue like that. He got in a lot of trouble. His management was like, would Bjork play Madame Jojo? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, I did it for Calpurnia. So he opened, killed, of course. And I put this video up on YouTube. Oh, I think I saw this. And you guys did things together and he did things. Yeah. It looked really cool. And it worked. I went out and did, like, at first I was going to do some jazz like is that all there is or, or something but I was like I'm just gonna go dirty cause this crowd needs that's dirty that's what it seemed like so I did Boom I Fucked Your Boyfriend mm. and Stunning and they yeah. loved it of course you're a star they're amazing the, the owner came up and he was like I, I want you to come back you've gotta give amazing. us notice and the crowd was and a, a like a British soldier hit on me who only had one leg that he got blown off in the war and- hello Capenia got, <laughs> got one leg but don't worry my cock is almost as big as a leg <laughs> <laughs> he was hot though and Capenia you- would you like some bangers and mash <laughs> I'd like you to bang my mash. <laughs> bang my mash with your spotted dick. Oh, okay. Did you take him up in any of that Calpurnia? Um, no, I oh. was a virgin the whole time. Shucks, trip. Calpurnia. <laughs> I think it'd be great if you had a one-legged, big dick, British boyfriend's ex-soldier. I, a vacation well, fuck. Exactly, you know. Well, instead, you had a vacation flirtation like every good sitcom style star on her Facts of Life Goes to Europe style did. Yes. Did Blair have sex with that guy? No. 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 I was, I was following the, the four heavenly goddesses, the Facts of Life girls. Of course. To teach me what to do. And Mrs. Garrett was watching over you. <laughs> um, so tell me more of the details of this whole time in London. Well, like... 
a lot of the days were just me and Patrick and his husband hanging out or mm. like going to London markets and going crazy stuff. But the next gig I played was there was this big festival called the Apple Cart Festival. Mm-hmm. And this was like a straight people festival out in a big field with a giant stage. Wow. And, and there were other big acts that I had heard of, like, what is it, St. Etienne and oh, yeah. kind of dance music. Dan- and dancey Euro things with the hipster edge, darling. Exactly. And for that, I played the violin, just backing Patrick up. Oh, like, fun. I didn't do my own numbers, but it was a totally different vibe. Like, it was straight people and families and... Patrick plays all his own instruments like violin and piano and harp and he sings and so I was just up there sawing away on the fiddle and amazing and Patrick did a tribute to Amy Winehouse who was a friend of his oh he he played black as the color of my true love's hair an old Uh folk song and he let me play violin on his Amy Winehouse tribute wow now we never really haven't really talked about that Amy Winehouse thing girl Miss Winehouse Yeah, and in London, like here, it's just like, oh, Amy Winehouse, yeah, what? But in London, she's like a saint. Like people speak of her in hushed tones. Really? They the the people I hung out with, uh-huh. like the music. Oh, because they were really into her music. They didn't were all just about her tabloid things. So her, she, you know, when she did die, it made everybody take a second look at that fucking album, and it was so good. It's really good, and she really did like change that you know she brought that whole that sound in that british soul lady sound that's rocking like crazy now with adele and all the rest of them and all the rest of them (laughs) so you were in real music royalty land out there you were hanging with a hipster arty crowd homo beautiful fun time it, it felt so fun and exciting because, you know, I grew up as an acoustic musician playing just with my family and stuff. And and when I transitioned, I got, you know, pushed out of that whole world because nobody in that musical world wanted me anymore. So I went to the gay bars and I started playing with dance music and learned all that. And that's how stunning and all that happened. But Patrick, in a way, is showing me how to still do acoustic music, but still be connected with, like, the alt community and the GLBT community. Yeah. It's it's really, like, I'm I'm in a, the midst of a little renaissance right Wonderful. now. Wonderful. renaissance. What a delight. That seems like it would be such a great energy to go there and do those shows and get that great reaction. And I bet you pulled some serious looks, bitch. Well, on, on stage for the Patrick show, I was wearing my um, Beverly Hills custom-made black scoop-back evening gown with a fishtail bottom. But of course you um, were. Skin-tight, sprayed on. Mm. I had my platinum hair up in a platinum bun with a little poof in front. What a dream. It was almost shellac. It was very sculptural. Oh. You know, sort of, <laughs> you know, sort of reaching back 50s Maria Callas. Oh, yes, updated Diva. into yeah. the future. Yes, Diva. And my only accessory was a beautiful, shiny violin. That's all you need, honey, when you yeah. can play like you can. Oh. And, and what did you wear at Tranny Shack? Oh, God, well, that... And now on the other end of the spectrum, on the less classy end of the spectrum. Well, I, I have this pink iridescent hologram <laughs> booty shorts and um, crop top bikini top that I pop off um, and I have tassels on. Oh, just the ultimate showgirl move. <laughs> 
So I, I laid a little tassel twirling on the Brits because, you know, I can do one tit at a time, one tassel yeah. Wow, time. really? I've never actually seen that. I feel deprived. Calpurnia, Tammy, get me some fucking tassels. Calpurnia, web out your boob right now and show me what I want to see. There's no need for tassels. She can still just change Yeah, just do it with your regular boobs. Yeah, look at her. Your boobs are so juicy oh, and delicious. Wax on, wax off. Oh, wax on, wax off. If I put, you know, waxers on my tits, I could like go in with one and in with the other. And yes. You do do that rarely at Hamburger Mary's. I have seen bits of that amazingness. <laughs> You know, I, I just, I keep going down that slippery slope and getting, you know, doing the trashy, sexy, burlesque stuff, which I love, but it was so fun to dress like an elegant lady oh, and play course. the violin, too. You know what? It's the balance of both yeah. worlds, because you are a classy lady, a musician, a programmer, a private detective, a spokeswoman, <laughs> a stateswoman, the Gandhi woman. I mean, you're so oh. many wonderful levels of things, Calpurnia, but you also know how to shake your titties real good. <laughs> Shake, shake. That's one of that's all the magic of Calpurnia. I actually recorded for the vocals for man areas at Calpurnia's house. She was sweet enough to let me come over, and we was late at late at night. And the beginning of uh, man areas, there was part where I'm like, "Get your dick sucked, get your ass up," and I'm poor Calpurnia's like, "Well, I think the neighbors, they'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll just we'll do it quickly. I'll just uh, just go, you know, just do it." Full volume, it'll be fine, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I have this old lady who lives next door to me, but she she blasts like the Wheel of Fortune or whatever that TV show. Um, that's oh, fun. What? Well, why is that woman next door that she had a man over there screaming at me to get my dick up, get my ass up? This wasn't a regular club jam. It was a faggoty club jam. I don't want to get my ass I don't, up. I don't I feel don't. like getting my ass up or don't tick up. I don't I'm even know. Busy watching my story. Well, I can't even hear prices, right? I'm screaming. You two need to put on curlers in your hair and go hang out with her yeah. with that voice. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> now, Galpurnia, um, do you have any more details of people you met and things that you saw? Well, shopping trips you went on? I mean, one little thing that happened. Mm. Um, Patrick has this friend uh, named Mira who's a crazy, crazy girl who he's known since they were young. And I won't divulge like a lot of personal details of Patrick's of life because he has crazy, rabid wonderful loving fans who want to know every detail of his life but mira you know she was in a lot of our photos and she is she's very cockney and i can't hello calpania exactly yeah like i cannot do british accents very well but she's she's i can only just do one hello calpania that's it that's it and she looks like she looks like a model but she's this rough brawler oh that's the i love a cockney model looks tough attitude type so we go to the london bridge experience which is like the halloween oh i've been there as a kid yeah (laughs) you know Kids in zombie makeup, like, chasing you and speakers playing, you know, bad horror movie sounds. So these two French girls, like, accidentally bump Mira while they're trying to watch the video. Like, you know, keep your arms inside the areas as you walk through the maze. And then they bump her again. They bump her a third time. And she's like, oi, you bump me one more time and I'm going to kick your ass or something. You know, Hello, girls. <laughs> hey, girls. You bump me one more time and knock your block off. 
That was very much it. And she's so pretty. And she was like, had a ribbon in her hair and little anklet socks and high heels. And, but you know, she, she's covered in tattoos too of food items. And (laughs) really? Like what? I love it. Like they're, they're like clip art kind of graphic style, like hamburgers and chicken wings (laughs) and hot dogs. You're kidding me. No. And Uh, I love love someone with a hilarious tattoo pattern. Why is there a bucket of chicken on your titty? Girl, I was hungry, Nico. And if I want to look at chicken on wheel, and I'll bang as a mash right up my ass, tramp stamp. And, you know, so she just presents a very unusual look. And, and I'm rocking my, you know, Southern minister's daughter of look course. with my new glasses and everything. I, I love do them, love your new, please describe the, new the glasses, glasses for her, Nico. The new glasses are, are giving us, it's very sort of like a cat eye silhouette, mm-hmm. very 50s nod, Mad Men-esque, mm-hmm. um, in like a really, really stark white um Almost like a like a painted wooden frame. Mmm, uh, delightful. It's, very, it's really it's quite lovely. It's it's wonderful. wonderful. So when the the French girl bumped in a mirror like that, and then all of a sudden she she started like a throwdown. Wow! And it's this big room full of like people and their children and me and Patrick and his fiance, and I'm kind of like, oh god. Because <laughs> I'm in a foreign country, and you know Shit's we're going down. <laughs> we're locked in this little room with like people dressed as zombies and things, and so then you know everybody starts leaning in, and some people are for the French girls, and some people are against, and people start cussing in French and English. What and- the fuck? Oh, <laughs> merde! Sacré bleu! Hello! Le poisson! It's like I'm bad international Mange accent. Mange merde! Mange merde! Bon you know i'm just kind of shrinking away and i'm kind of pushing on this turnstile thing hoping it'll hurry up and open and let me into the haunted maze i need to run in the haunted maze and so it it clicks and i stumble in and because i'm trying to get away i'm the first person through oh no this guy dressed as a viking is like hello i see we found our group leader here because this is like an interactive like maze with people and things that jump out at yeah. you and people dressed up. And you kind of stop at stations and they talk like a really hokey version of London Bridge history. Uh-huh. And then something scary happens and whatever. So I get elected as group leader. Uh-oh. Meaning that at each station I get pulled up on this little stage. She's a star, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Wherever she goes, she's a star. And, you know, then I have to, like, yell. Like, then they're trying to pull down London Bridge. I have to yell, heave. And everybody else yells back, <laughs> ho, heave, ho. The London Bridge Experience featuring Calpurnia. You can get this as a regular gig in London. <laughs> So um, what if all of what if the the tour just happened to be full of Calpurnia fans? They're like, yeah, she was in the whole show. <laughs> Every stop, she got to heave and hoe. She was there. She was so beautiful. It well because of the fight in the opening area. <laughs> oh, no, everyone was very ornery. Yeah, I think like half the people were like that bitch, and then half the people. She's were like, with that lady with the food tattoos. <laughs> and half were like, yeah. So it, it was like very tense, very heightened. Wow. And then zombies on top of it. Yeah, then zombies and... Like what, I don't know, the zombies, what are the zombies, how do the zombies come into it? Well, they're they're all like high school age of British people in just like the most cursory of zombie makeup. But why are there, how does that relate to London Bridge history? 
I don't really know. (laughs) (laughs) And early in 2001, zombie fever took over London Bridge. Everybody died. Everyone died and they came back to life. So... (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm fighting my way through zombies with a horde of angry French women chasing after my party, my, my little group. and It's like an independent horror movie that you did there. We, we finally busted out of that, thank God. And I, I have a photograph from the, the London Bridge experience on my uh, Facebook page. If you go to Facebook slash Calpurnia and look at my photos, there's a whole London folder and you can oh, see Oh, I'm going to need so, to do that myself. Yeah, you and YouTube has video of the concerts oh the concert videos are really fun and the crowd is into it and you are serving it to them honey oh you are serving it to them so it was just great and i drank a lot of booze because you can you get a beer this is the heavy drinking show (laughs) so do it you get a beer in the pub or whatever and then you can take it outside and stand on the sidewalk with it oh well civilized and pleasant so everybody's milling around on the sidewalk. And That's of course, lovely. we went to all the gay places, so it was a sidewalk sale the whole mm, time. Hey. Yeah, you were in London. Have y'all been to London, you two? Never yes. been to Europe. I, I have. Really, I really like of course, Tammy has. Tammy <laughs> was flown there first class by his parents. I've been three times. Three times. <laughs> Tammy drove, was there first class. You stayed at the Hyatt Regency. The London gay scene, though, is like super intense. Like, did you see all like the all like the gay magazines there have like hardcore porn in the back and there's so mm. much fetish stuff everywhere, oh. like. Yeah, they serious gays there. That girl, we're not fooling around, Tammy. We're way gayer than you, tainted woman. (laughs) And even the teen magazines, you know, like here, Sweet Sixteen magazine or whatever. The teen magazines there like show topless girls and stuff. Really? It's like you know your body, and they'll show full nipples and everything. Europeans are just like whatever, whatever, darling. Taste. That's fun. So, you know, and the alcohol is so much stronger, or it was for me, so oh. I, I was just hmm. trash. It's like, stronger in another country, darling. Stumbling Do you think, it, is, there, is the alcohol, could that really be real, or just felt that way because you were traveling? I think the beer might have a slightly higher alcohol content. Because we're hardcore, Calpanium. I drink mostly beer and cider, which is like apple cider beer, mm-hmm. and they have strawberry beer. Strawberry and, beer? Yeah. Oh. Uh, for the ladies. For the, the ladies and the yes. gentlemen who are also ladies. Hey, girl. Hey, Gwen. Hey, Gwen. <laughs> I'll have a strawberry beer. Nico, can you get me a strawberry beer? Thanks, Gwen. Mm, they're out. They have raspberries. They're out of strawberry beer? Oh, raspberries. we need to go somewhere else. Girl, don't bump me. Sorry, girl. <laughs> I just needed my strawberry beer. Oh, and here's the non-glamour tea. Okay, um, the non-glamour tea. It's all, you know what? We all have it. You know, you kids know, I'm I'm an ex-soldier. You know, I'll crawl through the woods with a, a rifle and a rucksack or whatever. I don't, I love glamour. I've had glamour. I can get it again, but I don't need it. So Tell I went, it. went to London. And I was like, I'm going to save a little money. So I stayed at a youth hostel. Oh. That can be fun. Yeah. Sexual. And everybody <laughs> else there was like 17 to 21 year old French, Ukrainian, oh. and Polish. Wow students mm, that sounds attractive was yeah it? oh yeah i mean just riding the elevator up and down you know sometimes people are like oh europeans don't bathe but they did and they smelled good mm. okay. like, and did they have a group shower that you got to watch young gentlemen uh, bathe themselves yes they did uh, well i was hoping for a group shared shower but mm. my 
it was a really nice hostel. Like I had my own bathroom and everything in my room. Oh, that's that's a the glamour hostel that you're staying at. Yeah, we shared a kitchen between like four kitchen. rooms. I so. shared a kitchen in an apartment out. building I lived in. Yeah, yeah. It, so I could have cooked and everything, but I didn't. I just you didn't need there. to. And ogled all the hot European twinks. Oh my God, that sounds delicious and delightful. Yeah. I think maybe, Tammy, when we do the gay pimpin' tour of Europe, book us at a hostel because we can Mm -hmm. afford it. And maybe I'll find a Ukrainian boyfriend and bring him home and make him my Russian male bride. I know the exact place. I stayed at the Generator. I know the exact place. And when I was at the Generator, which is a very fun little hostel. Um, one time when I was in the bathroom that it separated men and women. It's like, Albania, you would have lost that on this. Damn but it. there were some naked, I believe, Italian boys like whipping each other with towels in the bathroom when I walked in. Mm. Naked whipping each other and they're like, <sighs> sorry. And I'm like, no problem. Like, Keep going. Continue. I want to watch. Keep going. <laughs> Never amazing. stop. Yeah, I'm just going to perfunctory J.O. here in the really corner. Hot. Yeah. Because <laughs> the boys just smelled so good in the elevator. Mm. I'm sure seeing them nude like spanking each other's ass in the shower. Oh, oh my hot, goodness. But- I'm getting happy. I deal with me. And I have apparently for Europe, I have giant tits because like. Calperny, I want to tell you something. <laughs> you have giant tits for international. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> they're beautiful. They're they're lovely. They are just ex- like gi- you know what? I have really large hands, and they're a perfect large gigantic <laughs> handful. Well, I I just noticed that I had bigger tits than almost anybody I saw on the street or anything and I'm not like a size queen about my tits or anything they just are what they, they are. just are what they are honey but walking in and out of that youth hostel you know a lot of my outfits can't quite contain all of my tits no they just, they just aren't up out. to the job you know the tops <laughs> they're coming out and I don't think a lot of women dress like that in London. So as I was walking out of the hostel, all those young men were raking their eyes across. You the could house. have had a fucking orgy with, with an international united colors of fucking Benetton up in your puss. Your cups runneth over. Your <laughs> cups did runneth over and their cups were running over in their pants. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. That sounds like the hostel's making me kind of have a Blanche Devereaux moment. Like, Tammy, get me a glass of water, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just like 30 pounds, 20 to 30 pounds a night, whereas anywhere else was like 90 to 120 pounds a night. That's great. Amazing. You can spend all that extra money on booze. On strawberry beers. It is super expensive, though, because the pound is like one pound is two dollars. That sucks. Every time you buy something, you're like, it costs twice as much. Yeah. Yeah. Like a six dollar, six pound hamburger. There is a twelve dollar hamburger. Wow. It's like you're in Beverly Hills. And one other story. Yes. I, you know, I performed at a lowbrow gay legendary venue. I performed at a highbrow music venue. Yes, you did. And I also hosted a club night at a really sexy club called Abadaba. Oh. And it was really neat. A, a supermodel was having her birthday party there. Really? That night. Like Which our, one? Um, I don't know. She was a stunning, beautiful. She was. Black girl. What, can you repeat she that? Like, she was what again? A supermodel. No, she was a stunning, stunning, stunning. Um, she was a stunning, beautiful black girl, and the club owner who had hired me to host was like, "That's a supermodel." I like what? Did she have really, really short hair and super dark? 
She looks Sudanese. Um. Oh no, I know her. I know okay. what she looks like. She is probably a current day supermodel, Nico. Someone who works a lot, but we don't necessarily know her name. But I mean, she's rich, 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 rich. rich. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Nico's like, oh, really? You don't think I know her name? I worked at Dior. I worked at Dior. I work up the block. I live up the block. And up the block is Dior. This this girl had very refined features, mm. high, high cut, high um, cut cheekbones, little kind of almost pointed chin, pointy chin, very full, curly, curly, full hair. It, it may have been very. I think, I think, I'm gonna I'm I'm call it. It's Jordan Dunn. Yeah, I'm thank you, Nico. And you know what? We'll we'll later look on the internet, and then we'll see if if you've correctly identified with just those three features. And whether it was hosting her. only just meant that I sat in the VIP section and drank bottles. We service. all know that hosting yeah. is the America's greatest job. You don't do anything, and you just drink, and sometimes you say things on a microphone. It's a great. Yeah, it was. Amazing sitting there. And then these two Irish guys came up and started hitting on me. And I was like, oh, they're so cute. And one was like, you know, oh, I'm a plumber, this and that. And I'm thinking, you're sitting in the VIP section of a club where a supermodel is having a birthday party and you're a plumber. All right. I just didn't believe him. So I was like, well, my dad did plumbing when we grew up and I used to help him rough in a lot of houses. (laughs) Of course, she's also a plumber. (laughs) I I was like, you know, when, when you use pvc pipe did you like using epoxy resin or or um double flange tell him calpurnia she can know she's also a plumber honey don't try to pull a fade up on calpurnia because she's also a plumber (laughs) and he didn't know and it turns out he was um they were singers in some big irish band that i never heard of that do you know what the name is i will look it up and tell you later reveal it yeah did you have a two a three-way with them well, one of them was there with his wife, but he four way. <laughs> he was like so talking to me, and she was just like looking around. I felt bad. I kept trying to like re include her in the conversation. Like, oh, so um, what do you do? And this and that. And he would just ignore her and keep talking to me, and I felt felt bad for her. Mm-hmm. Sorry that I'm so pretty. Sorry. Sorry, my tits are so big. big. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, Calvert. Well, I'm so glad to have you back. What a delight. And Calpurnia and I will be coming to you if you live in Delaware, everyone. We'll be appearing at Delaware Pride, doing a super duo show with singing each other's hits, doing the hits, singing the stuff, shaking our asses. Calpurnia's gorgeous tits are going to make an appearance. I'm going to be shaking my new ass haircut, my beard around. We're going to have so much fun. That's on September 17th, everyone. So we will be rocking it. I'll also be in New York doing a Sexy Nerd New York City premiere show at campus August 26th with tons of twink sexy nerd dancers. At Splash? Yes. Everything's coming together. That campus party at Splash. They asked me to come and do that and it's going to be amazing. Wait, Nico just showed Calpurnia the picture of who he thought it was. And and Calpurnia said that's who it was. Good one. That totally looks like her. She was so, her limbs were so thin and elongated, like in person, and she just was so beautiful. Wow. Well, Calpurnia, one more thing is that I heard that you had a breakup in your life with your boyfriend who's a cat. Calpurnia is me, your cat, <laughs> your black cat. I'm very angry, Calpurnia. Now, girl, just because I peed on your costumes 20 or 30 times does not mean you needed to give me away to some lesbians, Calpurnia. I was there to protect you, Calpurnia. I was holding your hand. I'm a cat. Cats don't hold people's hands. Well, kids, you know, I have not had a pet in... Meow, Calpurnia. Decades. And when I found Leo, 
I was in love. Leo and I snuggled. We slept together. I thought we had a good thing going on, boo. It was amazing, but... I don't know if y'all have ever smelled cat urine, but... Okay, it, is... it don't smell good. <laughs> it don't smell good, but I'm a cat. It is pungent, and it never goes away, and it gets worse as time goes by. As a showgirl, I keep a very large wheeled bag that is full of all my show costumes, my hair, my makeup, my shoes, everything, all in this giant bag. And the, for the third time, Leo peed all over my show bag on the night of a show. And so, like, every dress I was going to wear, every wig I was going to wear, shoes, everything ruined. You California, know. your clothes smell good. <laughs> and I can't help it. Whenever I go sniffing around in there, it smells good. And it makes me want to pee on it. I see some pretty shit, and I need to pee on it. I'm Leo, the peeing black cat. Well, Leo, I understand marking your territory, but... You're my bitch, and I need people to know. You go out there shaking your tits. I'm at home, playing around. I miss you. The only way to get your attention is to pee on your shit. And the only way to clean that off is to like soak it and buy expensive chemicals and stuff. So, you know, the third time it happened. Third time's a charm, y'all. Always happens in my relationships. Yeah. Right before my show, I I said, Leo, I'm sorry, but there were two lesbians I knew who were taking in cats and they keep them outdoors. And Leo, you used to be an outdoor cat. I know. I used to date Carmen Electra, but I peed on her shit too and she (laughs) threw me out the door. So I now Leo is an outdoor cat with yeah. some really hot butch lesbians. They're pretty cool. Sometimes I watch them through the window doing their pussy show. They show is manly. And, you know, God love him. I no longer have clothes that smell like pee. I miss you, boo. I miss you, boo. Capernia. Most of them come outside your house and with a little cat boombox. I'm going to play a Chris Brown song. Oh, I know no. Julie don't like him, but, you know, we really express how I feel, man. Oh, well, like Chris Brown, you you uh, dealt me some hard blows. So. <laughs> well, Calpurnia, even though you broke up with Leo and broke his heart, now I'm peeing on lesbians. <laughs> um, let's, in honor of your return, and of course your lovely celebrity superstar friend, Mr. Patrick Wolf, let's play one of his tracks right now. Oh my God, yeah. Um, check out his early albums, they're like sadder and creepier, but here's a great happy song from his current album, and it's called House. Yay! Yay! Hit it! Oh, I love this house, I love this house
This house is home. I feel like playing the Charlie's Angels theme right now. Because all my foes are in the house. Not only is beautiful Galpurnia back from her Euro adventure, Tamantha Tatum one is still in the house, but looking butch right now. I'm Bosley. Oh, you're Bosley. Okay, yes. But they've arrived. They're here, honey. The, your favorite stars from autostraddle.com. Oh, and my right. favorite ladies. They're so cute and fun. And you know, they're opposite ends <laughs> of the spectrum from each other. One's delicate and feminine. And the other, it looks like she loves to go camping, but completely does not. <laughs> That's She's right. also a delicate flower. It's Ms. Brandy Howard and Ms. Julie Goldman. Yay! Oh my God! I'm so glad you're back. It's so I'm, I always love to see you. I get hearts in the eyes when I see the two of you. My special you. ladies. You're wearing a pink now. When Sam Pancake was here at the beginning of the show in your seat, and I just had the urge to talk about what he was wearing because normally you're next to me and I want to describe what you're wearing. I was like, he's wearing lovely jean shorts with a plaid short sleeve. I realized I was doing a brandy uh, fashion discussion. But Sam had his Wayfarer glasses and put them on and brought them down to try to rocket brandy style. As he's now been taking from you, sometimes he'll just rocket brandy style. Sunglasses inside? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone should. Everyone should. Uh, Well, you're right now wearing a beautiful pink. uh, Just give us the look, honey. Like a pink 80s nylon sort of Michael Jackson-esque. Something the something the coolest girl in ninth grade in 1989 would wear, and she would be totally mean to you. But then you'd find out she was really nice on the inside, and she just does it as a front because she's also scared of yeah, all the people insecure. judging her at school. Right? Exactly. Here's a little. But side then note you're about still mean jacket. to her at the party. <laughs> Actually, I really hate that girl, but um, I'm still pretend I'm nice to her once I'm not jealous of her. Yay! <laughs> Here's a, here's a story about this jacket, which does have to do with Calpurnia because I bought this jacket to do, I lusted over it um, in uh, Little Tokyo, and it was kind of high. It's not a jacket you can wear often. I've worn it in here before, and I hated that I was going to wear it again tonight because I was like, oh, God, they're going to remember. Thank God I you did didn't. It. it looks fantastic. Because it's a memorable jacket. So It is memorable. <laughs> but you know what? All your fashions to me are a delight, and they all just meld together into one kind of cunty, <laughs> I don't care. I bought this for $40, but it looks like it's $5, and I'm totally amazing. Do you like my gladiator sandals? What? <laughs> sandals. Okay, so I bought it to do stand-up in. At fucking This Hamburg. is where I think I've seen the video no, of this. this. No, this wasn't in the same. I okay. bought it to do my second stand-up Your time second at stand-up. Hamburger fucking Calpurnia Mary's. <laughs> and I got there that night and I had the jacket on and I was ready to fucking just take on the world and then I couldn't do it. I didn't do it. You I didn't, didn't do, do it? it? No. I just read the room and I just thought, oh no, God. no. <laughs> I thought, you my, know what, Julie? What if every time we went somewhere, gonna... we some went somewhere <laughs> for a gig and read the room was like, you know what? I would die. No, I'd, I'd never dead. do any gig. <laughs> I wouldn't Wait. do any. I'd be either. like, you know what? Mm, I'm reading the room. <laughs> nah, no. I gotta go. Because you have to always get over that thing. We're like, you know what? Forget it. I'm not gonna do it. Otherwise, oh, Brandy. Yeah, Julie forced. Some black lady for me to be on the show. Oh yeah, Pat, Pat and Branch. She, and so you let Mama Julie down. <laughs> She's yeah. in the back, like, D- 
Do it. <laughs> like Gypsy Do Rose it. Lee. Like Gypsy Rose Lee. Get out there and take your clothes off. Take out Louise. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Were you there care. that night? I mean, and of course you don't yeah. care. You're like whatever makes you happy. Whatever. Honey. I can get, you know, well, the police are chasing you, Calpurnia. Just go get yourself and put yourself on the corner. They want to go out with you on a date. The police. Listen, I'm on the run, and until they <laughs> clap the manacles on my wrist, <laughs> I am. I'm gonna podcast until they drag me to fucking jail, girl. In the wind. So and then how did we get where are we where were we going before that? Basically, it was Julie. Oh, Sean the jacket caught right. Oh, right. So. People who knew what they were doing, and then there was a handful of people who were just trying it out. And I just thought, I don't fit in here because hmm. I clearly don't know what I'm doing. But I say I know that what I'm you doing know what more than people just trying it out. You definitely know what you're doing. You could have done it, girl. I'm, I'm I would go to a Brandy Howard show oh, yes. any yeah. day. Uh, she would have been great. Thank you, guys. But, you, know. you know what? They didn't des- they didn't deserve her. That's right. And you know what? That's the thing. That's why it's Brandy. Sometimes you'll go to a Brandy show and she didn't even perform. <laughs> she was there and she looked great. But you know what she did? She said she wasn't feeling it and she just stayed and didn't do anything. I love her. Yeah, exactly. I looked at the You give it and you take worthy. it away. Like you join Twitter, but maybe you're not going to do the show. <laughs> exactly. God Brandy, bless what you. What Hamburger Mary's has a comedy night? Long Beach? Or? No, it was it was the West Hollywood one. Oh, I and did not was, know we did that. It was a yes. special event? No, I think they do it. Uh, maybe they don't do it anymore, but it was like one or twice a month. Pat Branch and Jason Duty, I think, put mm. it together. Hmm. You said I can't Judy. remember what it's called. Well, they, they, <laughs> never, got, they yeah. never got branded a duty the show for them. I feel like they still no, did No, and it, I was going to talk tell a story about how um, an obese person ordered a pizza on New Year's <laughs> Eve. <laughs> well, you want to do, you know what? Killed. You can do the act right now because I would actually like to hear it. Can you tell me the story about the obese person? Yeah. Well, it was New Year's Eve 2007. Yes. I know, it was probably like two. Yeah, maybe it was 2007. And it was at Drew Barrymore's house. Of which course. Which is how my stupid fucking gay agent got me there. Meanwhile, I show up. And of course, Drew Barrymore isn't there. Of course. It's like her gay assistant threw the party at her house. I was skiing in Aspen. Yeah, with her boyfriend <laughs> who was in the Strokes at that time. And his oh, drum right. set was there. Ooh. And basically, there was an obese person who was with, <laughs> with my group, of course. It's all gay guys. There was like five girls. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like morbidly obese. Okay. And um, he's big. Bitch, order. I was I was at that party, Brandy, <laughs> and I was hungry. And and you know what? Waffles. Yeah, you ordered a pizza. I was. Very, you know what? I like to eat. <laughs> I mean, and I said, you know what? I need to make my fingers do the talking to call Domino's. <laughs> and later that night, after midnight, the morbidly obese person, <laughs> me, and my friend, other friend, had to be given a ride in a convertible Mustang. Which that's you already lost me at your convertible Mustang, but now we're there's not enough seat belts on oh, New Year's Eve. Oh no! Because, yeah. Oh no! And now I'm suddenly I'm in the oh, car. And I'm not fitting too good in this yeah. car, Brandy. Oh, this. Uh, do you have a triple seat belt? Because that's the kind of thing you're for me. Oh. And I'm thinking, who goes in a convertible drunk with no seatbelt on New Year's Eve. Like, me why don't I just wave a flag that says, come arrest me? <laughs> so, or come, let me get decapitated in a fucking drunken accident. <laughs> or just fling your body into the windshield of another car. Exactly. As you just the lay street. in the street on <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard New Year's Eve yeah. at midnight. Run me over. Oh, you know what? We can probably bounce off my stomach, Brandy, if you lay under my titty. <laughs> so I made the guy drop us all off at the mobile station on the corner of Crescent Heights and Sunset, 
which turned into like Black Night. I don't know if there was like a ho- like a club that got out New Year's and it was all these black people and it was super And fun. me, Capernaus Cat Leo. <laughs> yep, Leo. I was, was being all over the place. <laughs> and this wasn't how I was going to do the stand-up, you guys. <laughs> I know it's not. You're just telling me the story. There'd probably be more setups and jokes, but yeah. this is just as good. Yeah. So I basi- love your comedy persona. It's just like you walk on stage, sunglasses, hot jacket, and you're just like, <laughs> All right, everybody. So then, like, and you just like tell the story. Yeah, she that is exactly how I probably would have like done. A few more jokes. I had written it out. Basically, the gist of the story is that I had to hail a cab because this fat bitch and, and me who's with me. <laughs> yep, with my girlfriend, Brandy. <laughs> and, and my other friend. I'm so hungry. <laughs> oh, you know what? Do you think I can get a? You know, I don't have any money, but I'm gonna go out to this mobile. You know what? I bet they have a chips. <laughs> I want some Cheetos. So I walked Cheetos. to the corner. I hailed a cab. I was hailing a cab. And wait up, Brandy. Wait. Don't leave me behind, Brandy. I was like, cab, come. We need a ride. But of course, every cab that passes has like passengers in it. It's so hard to get a New cab Year's on Eve. New Year's. Right. You can't ever get it. Like 7 a.m. you'll be able to catch a cab yeah. again. So I'm wearing like a strapless like thing with sequins and I'm jeans. I'm liking where the story's going. <laughs> and so people are passing. Car pulls in like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm just getting a cab. It's cool and then the next people pass do you need a ride and I'm like no I'm gonna get a cab like we have like somebody who can't fit in your car it's fine I'm I'll having a, a heart attack <laughs> and I'm like god everyone is really just reaching out New Year's 2007 <laughs> like just everyone's coming together it's LA we all just want to like people just want to help me and I look down my entire tit is out of my entire tit <laughs> is out of my thing I'm like oh, great I'm cool. And of course, then a cab comes. My, t- my entire boob like that. And we was all looking at our dinner. <laughs> it was the greatest New Year's ever. Leo, Calpurnia's cat. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. Do you need a ride? It was like a girl and her boyfriend. Do you need something? Like Don't I was worry. She's my dude. Like, somebody. Anyone. <laughs> oh, my God. That was it. That's a great story. It was it was good. Brandy's a rapey titty. <laughs> oh, yeah. rapey titty. And then did you eventually find a cab? Yeah, the cab pulled up and the I had to go back The cab pulled up because like, of course you had one tit yeah. out. Of course the cab. He was like, <laughs> get, cab, the, get cab, out of the cab. Yeah, that cab Let killed. this bitch in. <laughs> that cab literally murdered whoever was in the backseat of the cab. <laughs> before. <laughs> oh, I'm free. Hey, rapey titty. Come Brandy. Brandy. <laughs> yes. Don't move the dead body over. Get in. Get Just in. shove him out. <laughs> What's going to help me on this? Like a little sidecar to it. Please describe the gender and the look of the obese person. <laughs> well, I'm very handsome. It was a female. Okay. Oh, it's oh, it's me. <laughs> Waffles, cousin, pancake. Very white. Lily, lily white. Very creamy skin. Um, it's kind of like a school marm vibe. Oh my god! Very school marmy. You guys would have made a great action comedy <laughs> duo. Yeah. It would have been great if Ooh. the cab driver turned out there was a stolen diamonds in the trunk, and there someone came after your cab, and they thought you stole a diamond, but it turned out the fat bitch did steal uh. a diamond, and you're like, I can't believe you got me into this, you fucking fat bitch. Just and you guys to are getting. You know what? All I want to do is go home. My tits been out, and now I'm fucking running around LA at midnight in New Year's with a bag full of cocaine and a diamond in your twat, and e. people are trying to kill us, and I'm on ecstasy. This is the greatest action comedy buddy movie. Ever. I had to go back to everyone waiting on the corner. I was like, great, my entire fucking tit was just out. No, the gangsters the the gangsters are following you in this in this scenario, and you guys eventually become friends. 
And then you get to keep and you get to keep the diamond in the end so it ends in you rich like all good action buddy comedies like outrageous fortune style Brandy. Morbidly obese would have been like I know you don't trust me and And then at the end I know that you don't (laughs) we ever gotten along you know what you're pretty cool fatty um, you know what you're chunky but I like you so let's get out of this alive. She can get us out of some jams because she looks so normal. And then at the end Brandy you're like okay we're friends again lock and load and you have a big shootout (laughs) and at the end you have the diamond and she's thin at the end because you're like I'm so glad we sold the diamond and got you liposuction. Yeah, She's no, like, yeah. Lap band. Lap band. And you guys look exactly the same. And it was through the lap band that she stole the diamond. She had it inserted yeah. inside of herself. When they put the lap band in, yes. they took the diamond out she, to pay for the surgery. That's right. But then she goes, guess what? I shit the, the diamond. No, at the end she goes, Guess what, Brady? That's the twist at the end. You guys are best skinny friends having You're lunch like, with Nicole Richie. She takes a shit at the Ivy. She's like, hey, guess what? There's good news. I shit another diamond. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and Brandy's like, guess he's going shopping. And then you, you, Nicole Richie and Fats, now skinny, skip down to the end to a pointer sister song. Like, I'm on up on my feet. And tonight I'm on a rock. Do I want it a beat? Bum, bum. And then there's outtakes at the end over the credits where you're like, Brandy cracks up during a take. You're just so fat. Beep. You're like, stop eating all the craft service. Beep. <laughs> you guys, I think this is real surgery. <laughs> and I'll go, good. <laughs> that better be a real diamond. And she's doing it. She's yeah. doing the surgery. <laughs> oh my God, I love that action comedy That's buddy picture. What a fucking dream that That's is. That's a great buddy picture. Um, so you guys have actually had a very Hollywood day today. That's yeah, funny that we had Your ladies working on the set. Day. Brandy, yeah. you were working on what were you doing? I was just doing a commercial. Just a fucking commercial like Brandy said to me when she came in. A fucking commercial. What can um, you say? You're an in-demand God, actress. I probably shouldn't talk about it since I have to start honoring confidentiality. <laughs> That has been an issue of late in our little <laughs> podcasting circle, I would like to say. <clears throat> Confidential house. <laughs> well, um, should we clue the listeners in as to what happened? Uh, the scandal of late, the, the podcasting scandal. scandal. It's a top secret scandal. We have not mentioned it to anyone. You, you may have noticed that uh, if you're trying to download my birthday podcast, which also featured Secrets from Drag U, featuring Julie Goldman's Drag U experience, that is no longer able to download. And that is for a reason, everyone. Well, um, the thing is, (laughs) is where to begin? Well, basically, I apologize um, (laughs) to the listeners, but um, we had to take down the podcast uh, under legal... Duress, because I did sign a confidentiality agreement that I didn't read. That you didn't read. That I did not read. I never read that shit, nor do I ever think that it's ever going to be. Yeah, I didn't read it. And I assumed what they didn't want us to talk about was who was the winner. Yeah, that's so what I, I thought too. I never did, and I didn't read the conversation. And we didn't even talk about it until after it aired. So and we didn't and even... don't talk about it till after it airs. Right. So that's what I always thought. Uh, don't talk the outcome, like right. so you know who wins or whatever. Exactly. That's what I thought too, but I didn't read it. <laughs> but and... that's the problem when you don't read them word like page two, <laughs> three, four, five, and six. And they or never. One. And they never. Or one. And they never 
gave a speech. They never said, here's the deal. They Yo, ne- bitch. No don't, one ever explained anything. If you tell about the, you know what, doing the you know where with the right. you know That's who. That's right. None of that went down. None of it. I mean, you know they sit down with the housewives and they say, if you talk about filming, don't say the word camera. Don't, you know, because they, you notice, never say. You're right. They camera. never mention about filming or cameras. No, and that was only after this all occurred that I looked back and thought, wow, no one ever talks about production nothing yeah. but no one explained it I mean like that was the whole problem with the show from the beginning is that they were so uninformed kept right. in the dark right so they were not I got a amused. phone call I got a phone call because Julie tells the secrets of the making of I did. Drag You her experience her personal experience on the show and perhaps some revealed some things about the process of making the show that they would prefer to have I guess kept secret and who knew this podcast was America's yep. hottest thing Who that uh, it's legal action. It takes down companies. <laughs> it brings and down And that's the last thing we want to do. I love RuPaul. That's the, I want to say, say above and beyond anything else, this has nothing to do with RuPaul. And that I, and even in that thing that you didn't get to hear, those people. <laughs> they already people have heard or it. Or maybe you've heard it. I said I loved RuPaul. Uh, this isn't about RuPaul, but I and I do, and I did. And there was nothing like, bad said, but nothing. Julie talked about her experience on the show. Sometimes she had emotional shutdowns <laughs> for different reasons, and that's the right. way they made the show and how her experience was. So I this wasn't like if myself. you haven't heard it, it's not like it was a trash fest at all. No. Julie talked about her experience. I but, talked about my experience, and I did within discussing my feelings, mm-hmm. processing my emotions. Yes. Discussing the way I feel, yep, and the way I perceive things Julie's in this journey. world. Julie's journey, <laughs> my journey, my journey, my journey, your journey, my journey, my process. Mm-hmm. I did reveal some secrets. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, like, did, I didn't mean to like do that. Like the masked magician, Julie. I has did. Gone. That's right. Wow. I took, Told some I, took the, I took the veil <laughs> off. It took me a minute. So thank you for that I guess deep the, reference. Uh, they found out about it. And yes, this 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 show broadcast yeah. all over the nation and the world. That's right. And I got a phone call. Now, first I got I looked at my phone and, and I sometimes saw, we forget that we forget I forget the my, reach of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my first thing was like, whoa! I didn't. Really they listen. That many people were listening. <laughs> they I are. Guess. I was like, God, I gotta hope Ross the intern doesn't listen. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I had to go back through everyone I've talked about. The obese chick probably listens. <laughs> I but. can't believe she talked about me that way. That's right. But then I think, hey, Howard Stern. Talks about everybody. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> King of the world. So, the, so there, right. was, uh, there was a day. Well, there was one a day. One day about a week ago. Uh, that was a day. Beautiful doing, Los Angeles day. Hollywood day. sunshine. Doing my Julie's own. dogs. You're washing your Jeep in your driveway wearing a <laughs> muscle tee. Waxing, waxing my Jeep <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a wonderful microfiber. Of course you were. Uh, chamois. 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 But that looks like an old-fashioned red and white handkerchief uh, <laughs> That's right. print on that. <laughs> that I wear in my jean, yeah, of course jean you cut-off do. and mm-hmm. jean cut-off shirt. Mm-hmm. A whole denim dungaree. You got a heart tattoo with a heart arrow going through Slicking it. Slicking my hair back. Yep. I have a cigarette in my ear. You're great. In pack in your sleeve I have a pack well. in my sleeve. You're rocking this fucking car. <laughs> you know so I mean? it's a beautiful Hollywood day with Julie Goldwyn. Beautiful. Like every normal day. That's beautiful. what it's like. And then. And maybe every so often I go, oh! Hey! hey. Whoa! Why not? Yeah. Come on! Solve a neighborhood problem what? by telling guys just keep it cool. Yeah. <laughs> keep it cool. <laughs> hey! You're looking good today, Mrs. Hey. Nubchuck. Looking good. Thank you, Julie. He's so handsome. <laughs> you know, just your usual. <laughs> 
just a normal, beautiful Julie Goldman day. Yeah, exactly. Saved a couple cats, whatever. Whatever it takes. And then? So then I got a phone call. Ring, 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 ring. And it's, uh, I had that one number stored in my phone after doing the, the show from World of Wonder, which is the production company. And I was like, oh, finally, they're calling me. Julie, finally. we really think you're fantastic. <laughs> we love what you did on Drag You. <laughs> And the other thing that I really love about you is so you're on that podcast. It's so good. Yeah. You were so real. Now, darling, I wish you hadn't said a few of those things. But we want to give you a young show, Julie. Yeah. It's going to be less it out with Julie Goldman. You're going to right. travel the world. Exactly. We're going to pay you millions of dollars. And you know what? It's going to be on NBC. You can invite anyone you want. And I want all you of your friends, Jonathan McGovern and Brandon Calperna, even the fucking the Tamantha. <laughs> Bring her in the dog, Anyone too. you've ever spoken to is going to get $5,000 just be for being in your We're rich. So, right. darling, we want you're to do it. So house. that's, of course, finally they're calling. Finally they're calling. Finally they're calling. And so, and I don't answer the phone. We heard you talk about butch race and we really want to do it. <laughs> yeah, butch race. That's right. We overheard that idea and we want to go in and option it. And it's Julie, this dreams is it. Come true. Dreams come true. You know what this phone call is called? It's called dreams your dreams coming come true. true. <laughs> so For then everyone. you pick up the phone with flowers and stars and spotlights yeah. in your head. That's right. Hello. Is this <laughs> Julie? <laughs> Trouble, girl. <laughs> so what? What, what happened? We got some lawsuit realness. So it was somebody from legal. Somebody from well, it was actually the casting person who was the who first was person to talk, talk to me. And so I guess she she probably got in trouble because she cast me. So and this fucking she bitch came, got, did come not down, read the fucking contract. Right. So then she well, was they, like, what, they told her, oh, you cast like a little celebrity type. I mean, I don't know what went down there, but she was the one who had to make the phone call, and she. Was Julie. fine. She was nice about it, but so, she was firm. So yeah, it was heard like, you've been yeah. blabbing your big fat mouth. <laughs> yeah, all over whatever, um, some kind of thing with some gay guy in the whatever. Well, first it's and you know what? It was reminiscent of when I got fired from American Express because they never <laughs> just fucking come out and say it. They ask you if you did it first and that's exactly what happened in American Express. You got did fired you? from American Express? I did, from the world headquarters of American Express. Oh, the real job, not a, not your big campaign from American Express. <laughs> not the campaign I got okay. from my dream job. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, from when I tempted the office and I oh. faxed a song lyrics called Black Cleaning Lady and then the, and then it caused a racial we uprising. We do not fax racially sensitive songs <laughs> right. here at American Express, That's Julie. By That's the way, correct. don't use our fax for your for your That's For your right. lyrics. That's what it was. For your racially insensitive lyrics, So Julie. it was the same thing and it was a temp woman. Did was you like, do this? Did you send a poem <laughs> through the fax machine oh about a... A black cleaning lady? Oh, I couldn't no. even say. I was like, oh. oh. And of course, it's you're ironic. In a, it's ironic. You're in an office and not doing work at American Express and writing <laughs> a song about the black cleaning lady you saw in the building. Yeah, well, it was like black cleaning lady. You raise our kids and black cleaning lady. You know, you Ooh, a real you social do all statement. Our, you know how what? Wait, theme song ten years the, ago. Theme song to the help. Yeah, it was like you do everything. We don't do anything. Right. Blah, 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 it's a Julie Goldman hit. But the uh, but the you could lines. rewrite it for nowadays and call it Mexican cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So you got fired from there. But so this casting lady it was the um, same thing. Did same you thing. say something on a on a podcast or on a some sort of radio show talking about the show talking about when you were on RuPaul? And I was like, oh, uh, 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 oh, I have some rice. I have some rice on them. It's boiling over. Ooh. Hello? Ooh, this is cutting out. This is cutting out. Ow. Shoot, like, can you hit ah, yeah. me? Ah. 
this is not what Go on, click. Okay, yeah, so, so... You were like, yeah. I was like, well, well, mm-hmm. hmm. well, yeah, um, <laughs> well, we've been talking about it, everyone in the office heard it, and... Oh, oh my uh, God! Oh, my God. I can't believe this is the only, this is our promotion. It's in, in Scandal with Scorn. Whatever works. So, I was... <laughs> Tammy was so excited that we were involved in Scandal. He did a Rue little jump in a twist. Rue, I love you. I know, I mean... Oh, I God. Rue's not listening. Rue doesn't even probably, like, says no. No podcast. My He's blood went. Zen, having a lovely sandwich in a mansion I hope somewhere. so. My blood went cold. Cold. <laughs> One of those scary things in Harry Potter. Oh, com- yeah. Dementor the came Dementor and sucked came out all the and joy sat on your ass. I, there was, I got a Dementor's kiss and oh all the joy God. was taken out of my life. You turned ice blue and <laughs> yeah. started to crack. And everything started... <sighs> so I was like, well... I didn't, well, yeah, I mean, we did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Yes, I did. You heard it. I did. So she was like, well, you signed a confidentiality agreement and within that, you know, you can't talk about the show. And I was like, oh God, actually the truth is I didn't read that and I didn't really know that. <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't talk about she it. She was like, bitch. She was like, you didn't read it? And I was like, no, I didn't read it. Who reads that stuff? And uh, I'm digging my hole deeper and deeper and deeper. Oh, dig, and then- <laughs> dig, dig, dig. Oh, I didn't know about the read. You know, the thing is, I'm actually blind. You know, they, I, I, it's a big show. I'm very good at feeling. I can see shapes and colors, but not I can't really see. So I'm blind. I, I, you know, and I also can't read. Hello? I can't read. Hello? Eh? Hello? I don't speak no, English. I speak English. Sp- no, I speak English. 15 minutes, okay? No, I speak English. 15 minutes, okay? No, I don't know you. Miss no. <laughs> Goldman, please. Yeah. No? I know that you Hello? speak English, Miss Goldman. Hello? No? Miss Goldman, no, don't, don't pretend I not don't to speak. Do I, not pretend to not speak English. I am calling you to tell que, you we caught hora. you, Miss Goldman. Que you didn't read your Beef tech. No. Quiero que si. Oh my God. Jeffrey, no. Oh my God. So then uh, we got into a thing about that. Oh and I was like, God. look, I, and I had to. You had to as eat much shit. as it kill me, I had to eat some shit. Oh. And I had to say, listen. I mean, the truth is, I didn't read the confidentiality agreement. Ugh. I didn't know that I couldn't talk about the show. I just mm. didn't know. So then I was like, look, I'm really sorry. I didn't know that I could that that was a problem. And um, I thought the whole thing was we just couldn't say the winners, and I couldn't really divulge who won and all that stuff. And I didn't do that, and it was a misunderstanding. And I'm sorry. And don't she's like, okay. All right. Well, I'll let everybody know, and we'll uh, we'll give you a call back and let you know what's going to happen. Oh, that is Dementor City. No so, matter how nice someone is in that situation, they're still pissed at you. Yeah, and you. But know. then, so we hung up, and then she called me right back, oh. and then she was You're like, like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "God damn it!" So then she was like, "All right, well, um, what's the deal with the podcast? Can you?" Can you, I know that's, uh, can you get that taken down? Because you need to remove that. We need to get that removed. And then I'll try and I'll, and then she acted like, you know, I'll try and work for you or I'll try and stop something from happening if you can get the podcast out. Something bad. So bullshit. I just have to say like, that's fine. You removed it as a courtesy because you never asked to have this coming down on your head, Johnny. (laughs) But I don't give a fuck for the record. And I invite World of Wonder to sue me for nothing because I'm going to sue them for fucking making me work for them and putting my friends sitting behind me in that stupid, stupid show and calling my friend and threatening her with what? What are you going to do? Drag? Is they going to drag you to court? And be like, Your Honor, I'm innocent. And then the judge is going to be like, I'm not guilty. Like, you know what? 
I'm gonna what I need from you after fifty thousand dollars from World of Wonder is I'm gonna ask you take the podcast down. <laughs> like that's all that would happen. Like they're not gonna sue you for money. They're not gonna now, do anything. I'd like to say that the views of Brandy Howard do not reflect <laughs> yeah. those of Gay Pimpin with Johnny McGovern, Julie Goldman, Calpurnia Adams, Samantha Tanzel, and Gary the Dog, or anybody else on the show that's a me. Well, everyone sued. has their own opinions, and I would think that a production company or any group of people would recognize when one person has their opinion or a group of whatever. The other thing is this. Thank you, and I agree. And with you know Brandy. what? God bless and, you, Brandy. I and love and your attitude. The last thing I want to say is that if anyone needs a copy of that podcast, which is now worth lots and lots of money, it is an eBay I, collectible. I will. It has send been. you a bootleg copy of it. And if you have one on your computer, my advice to you is don't erase it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they yeah. did send me a letter, and that's when it got. That's where I just had a day feeling just bad, and that would upset me. But the letter was all legal talk, and you know, they well, said, Julie they said the term malicious. That really hurt your feelings. Yeah, they said the term malicious, which that did hurt my feelings. It was not malicious, that's everyone. A legal term. It though. is. It you is. You have to prove malicious intent to right. get. Right. And then, what? You know what? There was no malicious intent. Everyone. No, there was no malicious intent. It was just my feelings, my experience. Yeah. My opinion. So Julie that's called just me what it was. and said, "Surprise." Mm. I'm in big shit, and I need you to take the podcast <laughs> down. Do you think they can, you know, sorry about it? I was like, girl, no. What click is out. It was done in once. That's right. Thanks to Martine for teaching me how to do that. Thanks, Martine. <laughs> yeah, so that's really what happened there. But that just... But that um, was so L.A. lost scary. Very yeah. scary. And it's left me with a very bad feeling because it got so cute for a minute you were feeling great people loved you on it we had fun we talked all about it when you I got all t- yeah t- everyone out. psyched me up to do it and supported me to be in it and i went through it and i did that experience and thought i'm gonna it came do out it great and i granted i did it in my own way and i know i'm a bitch and i know that i'm <laughs> i did things i wasn't supposed to do or whatever because i just need to do things my own way but I had a great time and it was fun and my friends came it was was great we talked about the podcast and tons of people watched that episode because we talked about it let me just say that you're welcome World of Wonder Autostraddle linked to it too and I bet it it was linked in a lot of places so you know so do you think you'll continue watching RuPaul's Drag Race or or what is it um, to drag you drag you no but I'll still be watching when Drag Race starts. <laughs> but I will watch Drag Race. Because someone we know is on it. Who? Can't tell. I don't <gasps> obviously, know. you can't obviously, talk about it. Look, we've, have we learned nothing, oh, Julie? Sorry, sorry. Have we learned nothing? Right, right. Don't talk about any of RuPaul's programs. <laughs> but I just want to say this, too. Like you said, for the record, nothing was malicious, and we all loved RuPaul to death. That was the whole thing. You wouldn't even have participated if it wasn't for fucking RuPaul. That's right. I never would have gone to do a makeover show had it not been that yeah. it was RuPaul's. And I wanted to be in RuPaul's presence. I wanted to see RuPaul in person one in one time in my life. And I don't believe that RuPaul has anything to do with any of this negativity, but I think that we were naive, and this is a learning experience for all of us because we didn't know that. We just didn't think that talking about the cameras and I mean I knew saying the whole show was fake was malicious but <laughs> cut that edit that out. <laughs> but I didn't care that I didn't realize that I mean yeah I guess you can't talk about like the, the production well they don't the want you to know those things that if you have the podcast you can hear That's and we right. won't mention <laughs> that we mentioned before yeah. in another dimension and it's not even the show it's exist called anymore. Schmoo Schmag Schmoo Schmag Schmoo Schmag Schmoo yeah, that's I'm right. glad that they heard. Schmoo ball, smack, smoo. 
uh, customer feedback, uh, customer <laughs> feedback, but you know, protest, you know, like, because if everyone in the office listened to it, like, there was some really common sense stuff in there, like, this is not how you should treat someone, like, obviously horrible things that hopefully when they hear it back, they might we'll be like, tips. hey, like, maybe we should take some tips, buy something they for someone know to They need to sit, sit them down and <laughs> yes. say, this is what you can't do. Well, yeah, that too. And just like yeah. basic comforts I'm talking about yep. in the story. Which well, maybe we've sparked <laughs> I'm glad a new policy, just like I did at American Express, where they now have racial understanding. Yay! <laughs> let's, hope, let's hope you don't get sued. Don't get angry because we talked about it again. I think we kind of right. made up for it and everybody's nice in the end. Okay, don't sue. I don't have any money anyway. What are they going to sue me for? All your money. It's better that you're rich, Julie. Yeah, that's right. It's better that they're talking shit than not talking about you at all. Tell it, scandal. (laughs) Work, scandalina. (laughs) Scandals and fat now skinny going on the road. (laughs) Scandalina. Scandalina and fat now skinny. (laughs) That's that's the sequel. It's a bomb because it doesn't work when they're both skinny. (laughs) That's right. Well, then then skinny makes. Skinny now fat again. Oh yeah, maybe the studio pressures them to make her fat again. So she's she starts the movie she having gone her. off her diet. Brandy has to break her out of fat camp to help solve a crime of a diamond. Because now you're solving mysteries after the first one. You opened a private detective agency. Beverly Someone Hills, got killed at the fat detective. camp. Exactly. And it could be two diamonds camp. in the sequel, and that way it's twice as important. <laughs> exactly, yeah. double diamonds. Double Diamond. That's the name of Scandalina it. Scandalina and Fat Now Scam in, in Double Diamond. <laughs> Nobody liked it, and the critics ripped it apart. Not as good as the this the have feel good original. Johnny, you know who likes jewel oriented movies, though. You know when they come on I'm glad that finally someone's managing me on this show again. May Jamie Lynn's man. <laughs> Hi, Brandon. Hi, Jamie Lynn. I like being friends with you because it makes Brittany laugh. Me too. I love it. It makes her so angry. (laughs) Well, the like she's mad because my baby's name retarded. Did you? I saw your video where your baby sings the song on YouTube. She's coming for her real hard. Brittany better watch out. <laughs> I couldn't be a star, but I'm gonna make my daughter in the minute. <laughs> Jamie Lynn, do you think you'll replace Jewel of the Nile with um, Scandals and Fat Now Skinny colon Double Diamonds? No one will ever be as good as Joan Wilder. But my second favorite heroine of any movie is Brandy and Double Diamonds. Long with Yay. And by the way, everyone, I'm back with Casey. And we're going to oh, Mad Jam together, Tammy. We're going to Mad Jam together. Casey and I are back together. I tweeted a picture of his baby together. Okay. Are you taking the baby with you or is I'm going to watch him? Oh, who cares about the name? Maybe I just want to have fun again. Get, get up on that cock again, California. Sometimes I thought Casey had three legs. <laughs> That's what made me do it when I was younger, Brandy, because I couldn't get enough of that cock. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, the two favorite things for me to do the ride Casey's cock while watching. 
Jewel of the Nile. <laughs> Erotic. <laughs> oh, we haven't seen Jamie Lynn in a while. So let's just hope no suing. Sorry. Sorry. It's sorry with a W. Sorry. <laughs> did you care, Johnny? Were you stressed out or no? No, I mean, I just took it down. I mean, if like for some reason I didn't know how to do that, because sometimes when you have things on iTunes, it's not easy as just pressing a button. But because all the podcasts are hosted on my server, I have the control to be able to go and just remove it. So mm-hmm. you don't have to like call iTunes or anything. You can just and take it down. you scared World of Wonder is mad at you? Well, they're definitely mad. <laughs> I'm sure. But that's okay. It's okay. Sometimes you have to suffer for your art. Look, I'm ready. I'm down with my bitch. I'm like Calpurnia's <laughs> black cat. <laughs> Me too. I'm with you, Julie. I'm gonna pee on their clothes. Yeah. Thank you. So, well, you guys, it hasn't. This scandal hasn't stopped you from working like Hollywood divas. Julie, you're doing a movie yeah. just now today. It was. And you play. A lesbian real estate broker or something? A loan officer. Lesbian loan officer. A crazy loan officer. Breaks out into dance and throws up in a a (sighs) trash can. What? You're going to get nominated for an Academy (laughs) Award? Yep. Yep. That's right. I get to be all weird and kooky. That's great. Are you having fun? It was, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, yes, yes. So it's an independent film. Yes. Don't yes. censor yourself. Know what? Censor yourself. <laughs> yeah, now we're scared. <laughs> it was you fun. Got to listen to some actor talk, some very special actor oh, talk. Oh, I bet you did. I'm listening to so much actor talk. I fucking can't take give, it. Give, give, give an example of actor talk <laughs> for uh, for the listeners. The okay. Um, okay, I walk in and there's two people talking. It's a guy and a girl and they're just talking really intimate, you know, really close up. Hey. Just like, you know... Yeah, no, no, no. I, uh, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I just, I'm really grateful that I'm going to be doing this, um, this project that I'm working on finally, and just being able to be a part of it. Oh no, yeah, you should totally. You got to be grateful. You don't want to not be grateful because that's part of part of this whole process. No, I know, but I'm also like a little afraid, and I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm worthy for this. You know what I mean? I just don't feel like I'm very. Wor- no, you can't. You can't turn that around. You got to be. You are. You are worthy. You're so talented. You're so talented and incredible. Thank you. That's so sweet of you. Thank. You're so talented too. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Um, <laughs> You know, um, oh my God. you know, you can't be fear. seeing this exact conversation be, and that expression you made on your face, which is the douchiest half smile I've ever seen in my life. So good. You can't be, you can't be filled with fear. You know what Jack said? You know what Jack said? And I didn't know who they were talking about. They're acting coach. Acting, yeah. You know, you, know, you know what Jack said? Jack said that fear is the same exact emotion as excitement. So if you take what's in your body uh, as fear and turn it into excitement yes 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 oh my god totally i should turn a negative into a positive yeah you totally should do that you got to take that fear and turn excitement yes excitement i'm gonna be excited that is a wonderful advice joe yeah jack's just wonderful god you're you're just so sweet so wonderful you're so talented you're so talented no you're so talented you're so talented you're so talented and, and then two actors then? were jamie farr and laney kazan <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right and then you overhear shit like just you know like what <laughs> I can't believe it! My one woman show! Oh my god, Julie! Please, sad face, Please. angry face, total emotional <laughs> lockdown. Five, yeah. four, I mean, three, two. He just said he would go. So you do stand up? Oh yeah. And then you'd go. I'm such an asshole, but yeah, because I can't engage in that, and so mm. so you do stand up. Also loud. So you just stand up? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. 
<laughs> She's a tough oh, nut to crack. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do. I do know that person. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just stopping the conversation oh, right now, because I don't want it to go into. I don't want to so, talk to you. Yeah. So do what is what I don't know what what is supposed to happen. So do you do stand up? Yes, I like, do. <laughs> you know what? I actually teach a stand up workshop. The great thing would be is you know what? My acting coach. I mean, he inspired me so much. The thing about him is he was the one who said to me two years ago that you should take your career in another way, stand up. So I've been doing it for two years. And the thing is, I'm doing a workshop. It's a little theater on Sunset. And if mm. you want to come in, I mean, be so. Great. If you want to take it, it's only fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, then that person would go really help me because I was doing my one woman show and then Nickelodeon bought that. Oh yeah, then there was a whole just thing. Taking on stand up just a year ago. A year ago I did it and now Crazy. I have my own to come. Yeah. It's just so many different conversations of stroking and jerking and you know what I mean? And, yes, I yeah. do. And people yeah. just you know, oh. you know, massaging and your words so make it sound it. better than it is. So much of it. So <laughs> much of it. Yeah. This conversation. I wish I could think of some of the other. Then there's just other problems. There's just so many different issues. But there was there is a there is a guy on the set that you would definitely have liked. Really. He's very attractive. Like, hey. Wholesome American. Wholesome American. Buff, hairless. Oh, really interesting. Straight guy. Well, playing oh. though, right? He yeah. doesn't have to be They're straight always. Huh? <laughs> hey, right. yeah, say, what's up? Can experiment, bro. Never give it a try. Just whatever. Just buddies hang when his brothers buddies out. Yeah. Football coach. You're so talented. Coach. You are so oh. talented. You are so talented. You're talented. No, you're talented. You're so talented. No, you're talented. Yeah, I'm more talented. Your parents. Do you work out? Oh yeah. I do work out. Good. I'm touch yeah. on your muscles because you're real talented. So muscular. I haven't seen you're so many muscular. muscles in so long. Yeah, I like all your man areas. <laughs> wow, yeah. It's so nice. I'm a, see, Julie, I would spice it up on the set with you if you came. Yeah, well. Came as your spicer upper. Like, hey, this is my one person entourage. <laughs> like, this craft service sucks. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what we need. That's exactly what we need. Somebody walking in, like, what's with the fucking three boxes of bagels? Like, get yeah. some treats. Hello. Yeah. Why get some treats. That's actually Brandy's looking. job. You don't even have to right. meet. Just have Brandy on the set, like, hello. Both of you. You know what? I'm taking over this production. Brandy on the job. <laughs> go, someone go to two. Hi. Um, can we get some fucking food? Thanks. Over. All right. I'm just not good. I'm not good in those situations. But you would spice and, it up. You know. It'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. you would no, be fun. Oh, as a trio, we could... we'd rock. Oh, it. as a trio, forget it. Oh, well, forget it. Well, and Brandy, you were in a commercial today, and you're—I bet you were. You let me yeah, guess. Yeah, I really can't. Were talk you about playing it. pretty girl? <laughs> no, I was just. I can't. I really can't talk about it. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna do this. Oh. The you're not gonna get Goldman. No. <laughs> no. Nope. Well, I'll save it. Goldman. You know what? Goldman. <laughs> Yep, that's right. That's the Goldman. Don't okay, kids don't out there. Gold don't get Goldman. Don't get Goldman. That's what happens. When Keep you things just, top secret. That's right. See, luckily, I hire myself all the time, so it's fine. My <laughs> co corporation allows for me to be just as verbal as I want. That's good. We even get in trouble even when we hire ourselves. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go anywhere. Not you can't go anywhere without a protest, God. a letter writing campaign, an aggressive, aggressive nerd tiger coming after you. <laughs> an aggressive nerd tiger coming after you. I just forget. I just think I can do whatever I want, say whatever I want. Oh my goodness! But I can't. Oh my goodness! So sad. Well. 
Brandy, have you been rocking the Hollywood club scene or going out with your girlfriends and having a good time lately? When was the last time we saw each other? Oh no, like two weeks ago or something. At your video premiere. At my video premiere party. It's been been too long. I'm missing you, baby. (laughs) Double diamond. I haven't been doing anything too, too exciting, really. I think, um... I really was on my way here. I was like, I don't have any tea to spill. I don't really have anything exciting. Well, you have you, and that's good enough. You also, I mean, Double Diamonds, your greatest, hottest action comedy, just thought of today. Wow. It's the greatest. Calpurn, you know what? I decided a while back that if I ever got a big, if Hollywood came to me, something I did, I don't know what it could be, but something magical happened. John McGovern... We need you to star in a five-picture deal, and I said I know exactly what I'd do. It would, I, of course, I would have. I would immediately remake The Golden Child, starring me, Jumpin' Jack Flash, starring me, Outrageous Fortune, starring me and y'all, and then of course, a uh, uh, gay re- gay revamping of The Wiz. Oh. Only remakes of my favorite old movies that weren't that successful when they came out. How and maybe I would hit Hollywood big time when I remake Burglar. It's <laughs> a whoopee. No, so I, I just recently I watched that. And I love it. I, come on, me and Golden Child and would be so great. Warren. I would still get her to replay her part, but I would be the sassy thief. Ooh, good. No, I want to remake Lily Tomlin's The Incredible Shrinking Woman. Oh, that's that's great. What a, a multiplex one. weekend it would be when Double Diamonds is playing, my remake of Golden Child, Calpurnia starring in... The Incredible Shrinking Calpurnia. That's a good one. Yes. <laughs> I want to make Love at First Bite. Oh, oh, and you're playing the George Hamilton part? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Les at First Bite. Les at First Bite. Chomp. Yep. Julie Goldman biting back in I 2012. Uh, girls just want to have fun. Yeah. Oh, I'd also actually really, really enjoy if you started a remake of True Beverly Hills. Ooh. It's cookie time, cookie time, cookie time. That's my part. The sassy black girl in, the, in True Beverly Hills who sings, cookie time, cookie time, cookie time. That's, I'll be, play that role. I'd Reimagined as a 35-year-old white man. Good. <laughs> I'd be Jenny Lewis even though she has red hair you wouldn't be Shelley Long no. Julie Goldman plays show maybe that's a role for Galpernia <laughs> Shelley Long and True Beverly Hills and you're the daughter tight. and you're the Mexican girl or in maybe the I'm Betty Thomas <laughs> you're, you're definitely Betty Thomas in True Beverly Hills do you know what we're even talking about Tammy no I was born in 88 oh yeah. you, Tammy do you know any of these that we Tammy do you know any of these movies uh, no. Tammy, you need to do some homework because you'll become I know, obsessed. I gay homework. These, this isn't even gay homework. These are some of the <laughs> funniest, stupid movies of that I loved from the 80s when I was a teenager yeah. and I watched them and I loved them. Eddie Murphy plays a sassy detective <laughs> who's in I, I, LA. I, I, He's I, a sassy I, I, detective. I he wears leather and he walks around LA and making faces. <laughs> and then... He is very sassy, but he gets mixed up. Someone comes to see him. An Indian want, lady. Right, an Indian lady comes to see him because he helps find lost children. So he's good at heart, but he's so sassy. And an Indian lady comes and she needs him to help find this special child. We have lost the special 
golden child. child who's actually mystically powerful and people are trying to kill him and they need to find the golden child and Eddie Murphy goes on a crazy trip to yeah. find the golden child and there's supernatural elements and the golden child has powers and Eddie Murphy has to go to Nepal where he has to get a special knife and he goes into the temple and he goes you must ask for the knife and then he says I, 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 I want the knife and he rolls a scroll yep. and it's just good old fashioned 80s Eddie Murphy comedy and it would be starring me and then he pushes his transsexual prostitute off the top of a building and she dies oh right what? I forgot oh, about that oh that was real life I'm sorry oh see <laughs> don't not in the what? golden child. No, it didn't happen. Oh, Calpurnia is giving some yes, no Wait, type what? tea. So what's the story that um, didn't happen? Wow, my Betty golden Murphy. child remake just got so dark. What? <laughs> a rumor, a rumor from many years ago, like 10 or more years ago, that I don't believe and completely disavow podcast legal listeners. <laughs> God, we need a legal department on this we show really now. Do. This rumor. Tammy, get a law degree. <laughs> uh. that this rumor that I am stating only to illustrate its falseness is Good. that Eddie Murphy loves transsexual prostitutes, mm-hmm. pre-ops of mm-hmm. course. Of course. And that he's um, allegedly, which obviously is false, slept with a transsexual prostitute and she was going to talk and this transsexual prostitute very soon afterward was fell off the top of a building all the way down, <laughs> splat and died. <gasps> And um, oh, this is all. That's it's, unprofessional, girl. That is unprofessional, girl. Her, her death, you know, leaping from the top of a building. All her friends said she wasn't suicidal, mm. but her death is documented, and the rumors are out there, which I don't believe at all. Which are probably false. Most likely. Wow. Wow. Not to bring it down. But that doesn't happen in my version of Golden Child at all in there. She lives. She She has wings. She flies to the beautiful clouds and the unicorns. Exactly. There are so many good 80s movies. And do you like Sex in the City? I mean, I don't care about Sex in the City, but Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt are in Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah. Okay. You need to see that shit. It's really good. I do like Sarah Jessica because of Hocus Pocus. You will love (laughs) Among other things. Well, these movies are in that saying that made by Touchstone in the 80s. And Girls Just Want to Have Fun was a whole dance movie and they don't do those anymore where it's like, we're going to make it on the show, on the dance show. (laughs) Yep. Hairspray. Yeah, and the incredible shrinking woman stars out lesbian Lily Tomlin. Yeah, love her. Although love she her. was that not like out. I, I saw yeah. that in the theater as a kid, and I thought it was the greatest movie ever made. When she's yeah. in the garbage disposal, and what's her name, Consuela's like bopping to that uh, Latin music. And it's good and, old Lily Tomlin doing her classic Lily Tomlin. Like, hey, yeah. what's coming so great? And then the gorilla and shit. And she plays all sorts of different characters. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's really good. I mean, Tammy, these are all movies that are going to be a pure delight. I mean, Troop, Beverly Hills, it's like your life, Tammy. Hello Again? <sighs> Hello Again's another great one. Shelley Long did do a couple great movies. Irreconcilable Differences, fortunes. Outrageous Fortune. Yep. Good. What if, uh, uh, Ruthless People. Ruthless that, People, but. Tammy? They'll all go on my Netflix. Oh my God. You have a treasure trove of delight. These are all your favorite stars of today before the movies that made them famous. Big business. Big business. Yep. 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 Oh my God. That's one of the greatest movies ever made in the history of cinema. I mean, bet. They should have won a double best leading actress Oscar. 
They should have changed the rules and give it to both of them. They should And it should have gotten Best Picture. They just don't make movies like that anymore. Oh, that's one of the no. greats. That's the one I'd like to remake with you and me playing twins. Oh. <laughs> and Kim Bradney and I play your twins. Yeah. 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 We'll, dub, we'll double diamond it. We'll double diamond. There's four of us. <laughs> it's not like when we were movies right before we were born in like the 70s <clears throat> that were tragic how depressing are all the movies like in the 70s they're nothing like the 80s you're so lucky you get to watch all those yeah they're Tammy. the best that's true except for a couple Mel Brooks movies those are pretty good Nadia would agree with you Nadia against there are a couple what of Mel Brooks great. movies that are and don't forget thank funny. god it's Friday the greatest disco movie <laughs> oh, from right. the 70s that's on Netflix where Donna Summer plays a singer who brings <laughs> a record to the DJ and do the live <laughs> broadcast and she happens to be ready to lip sync it when he has to have a problem in the DJ booth has to play her record and she has to sing 80s oh. movies are my ultimate <laughs> favorite good. movies, though. I have seen The Witch. So I recently good. saw that for the oh, first time. That's a great And um, after seeing the, 80s, the little black girl sing Home on America's Got Talent, I realized, Chilla. yes, I fucking love that song watching the movie, so I downloaded it and been obsessed with listening to Miss Ross's Home oh. over and over again. Oh my God. The Wiz is one of the greatest movies ever made. Visually, Calperny, do you love The Wiz? Don't bring me no bad, bad news. news. No bad <laughs> news. No bad news. I mean, in the, the Michael Jackson plays a scary. Crow, and it they have so weird. Oh no, it's like yeah. amazing. It's <laughs> a real. It's like a jazzy graffiti-ish version of New York black. City. Yes, it's the black it's version the black of the Wizard of Oz, Tammy. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. I do, well, I wasn't aware of that because I've seen like uh, that's like, why it's called the Wiz. But I've seen like a children's play version of the Wiz, like in Orange County, with where it was white not people. black at all. So I was like, I didn't know it's a black specific view. Um. Get out of Orange. Get the Wiz out of Orange oh County. God. Orange County made a white version. Leave of it. it to Orange yeah. County to do a white version of the Wiz. Oh, when I lived in Thailand, <laughs> the in Wizard third of Oz grade, white. Wow, why don't they, they do a white, white version of the color purple? They do white Wizes all over the place. They'll probably do. Yeah, in high schools, I did the Wiz in high school, and there was no black oh, people no up there. Maybe two. It was in Thailand, and they didn't get cast. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't get a role in the Wiz. Um, so yeah, the Wiz is amazing. Michael Jackson and Diana Ross plays Dorothy, and they're and when they go to the Emerald City, it keeps changing color and say, "You better be mean in Who's green." That? There's that. Yeah. So good. That, that one and guy is in it. All the Chrysler buildings. Like Just the art direction it is amazing. And when it came out, it was not considered a hit or a no. success. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of a bomb. Oh, it was embarrassing. But it is amazing. Okay. Just you know what else wasn't a hit? Jumper Jack Flash wasn't a hit. Ugh. Burglar. Ooh, so good. Classics. Such a huge classic. <laughs> to and me have at you least. T Rex, wherein Whoopi Goldberg plays a cop whose partner is a Tyrannosaurus. She had head. to do that <laughs> under duress because they were going to sue her, as we all know about. And she said, "I do not want to make that movie with the damn dinosaur partner. I must have been <laughs> out of my did. mind." And they said, "Oh no, you signed a contract, twenty. But then she did the other movie where she was Fatal Beauty, where she was a cop, and Fatal Beauty. Was the Fatal drug, Beauty which is a had to great fall in love movie. with Sam Elliott. Yeah, and that's awkward. And she wore blue contacts. Blue contacts. And she yeah. also it was blue a serious that Fatal Beauty was a serious cop movie where Whoopi Goldberg plays the regular Whoopi Goldberg type sassy lady, and she of course did a part where she had to put on a wig and play a sassy hooker. Yeah. But then she saved the prostitute, and there was a new run of heroin going around. And the heroin though, there was a guy who was cutting it was the Chinese guy, and he was all high. And the tranny Tell Delgado who had a TD ring that Whoopi just knew before come in and said you messed up the old cut this stuff could kill a horse and then of course just then Gossam the Mafia come in 
because they kill everyone. Plus Tio Delio with the TD ring. Then Whoopi Goldberg comes to the scene. She says, oh my goodness, what's going on around here? They're like, hey, get in there. And she's playing like somebody with an Italian name. And they treat her like a oh, yeah, dude. Oh, it's like Rizzoli. Yeah, hey, Rizzoli, get in there. Yeah. And they're like, and they always make weird black jokes in it too. They're like, get your black mammy ass in there, <laughs> yeah. Rizzoli. And she's like, she's like, yeah, fuck you guys. Like, hey, Rizzoli, bitch, you a hundred bucks. You can't recognize that guy. And they go and his face is shot off. <laughs> and she knows. And Whoopi says, oh, but she notices the TD ring from the tranny that she met early in the thing. And he says, uh-huh, she knows. Tell Delgado, how about that, fellas? Says, oh, check the she- TD ring. And she has to get the drugs off the street. And there's so many different subplots. It falls in love with Sam Elliott, who's the head of the drug guy, security guard. Oh, my goodness. Does Sam Elliott have a beard or any facial hair? Mustache. And then, of course, and somehow it manages, like, there's, like, a scene. This movie goes back and forth between great and a little too much. There's a scene where she somehow talks about, like, having a kid that she lost and baby died. The baby was shot. And she has a moment. It's like an Academy Award moment. But then the next scene, she's dressed in a wig, being a sassy hooker, going undercover. Doo-ba-doo-doo. What's the name of the movie Fatal Beauty. That's so good. Goldberg falls in love with Ted Danson. Real life? <laughs> no, it was... Uh, was it a car salesman or something? Yeah, it was, it was a terrible movie. I can't Does remember what it is. Whippy Goldberg realized that her fucking three biggest fans are on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? How, you guys are naming movies like literally she doesn't even recall doing. And, and, I was and Franklin Goldberg. Jella she got with and she was in a movie with him. She right? loves a white man. She loves a white man. <laughs> was she in Corinna Corinna? She was. Yeah, that was good. She's yeah. made some great movies. Not all of them. Not, not all. all of them. But she's always great. Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah, I mean, you haven't even seen Jumping Jack Flash? <laughs> no. In Jumping Jack Flash. Have you Flash. seen Ghost? Oh, have you seen Ghost? What, you oh, ever seen Ghost? Her Academy oh, Award winning role in Ghost? No. Well, let me tell we you. We gotta make Tammy a list. Tammy. Well, you know, we gotta make a list for the listeners. If you're like Tammy, you're you're watch these movies. Yeah. Yeah. You, need to, you well, need to watch these Tammy, movies. Well, Tammy, let me tell you something. Yes. Jumbo Jack Flash stars Whoopi Goldberg as a sassy New York City computer programmer who works at a bank, programming computers, and the pro- computers are old-fashioned style. Ooh, She's too old cold all day long, and in her office is Carol Kane, who's a sassy lady, and she have fun in the office. And, and Phil Hartman. She, and Phil and John Hartman Lovett. and John Lovett. And she is at the bank, and one day she gets a mysterious message on her computer from somebody, <laughs> and in the computer, and in this old-fashioned style, they make the computer have a voice so that the people who can't read the script Screen, don't can hear what it says and it turns out a secret agent is contacting her thinking that she's a secret agent too but she's not but somehow she gets sucked into this big mystery of it's how his voice no it's she that come, comes up and there's no you don't know what his voice sounds like but then she realizes she goes to his apartment because finally she goes to his apartment uh-huh. and then she hears his voice on the voice right because he's machine. a secret agent and he needs help he's stuck in Russia and he can't get out and she needs to help him and she's going to get a frying pan and she gets That's mixed up right. and a whole international espionage and there's a part where she has to dress up of course with a funny wig and talk all sassy and she lip syncs a supreme song yep. to get into yeah. the royal and ball as the British as, as the British consulate she gets in by saying I'm the entertainment press play on a tape recorder and starts doing Doing a Diana Ross yep. number, and then that actually works, it and she does. just like does the number and steps away. Amazing! It's silly, so good, so good. What a dream! And it'll be the remake will be starring me in that role. I hope so. That's right. And, and I, I get together with Secret Agent at the end. I don't so want to ruin the surprise ones. for you. So many good ones. Yeah. So, well, that what's the what's the viewing list? I'd say for for eighties touchstone classics, well, Jumpa Jack Flash, Jumpa Jack Flash, Burglar, Burglar, Outrageous Fortune, Outrageous Fortune, Troop, Beverly Hills, Troop, Beverly Hills, Girls Just Want to Have Girls Fun, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Brandy's Pick. Yeah. 
Um, shrinking. Incredible Shrinking like, Woman starring Lily Tomlin. That's late 70s, but that can still, that's get, still in get in there. That still get in there. The Wiz is 70s too, but it'll that's still okay. get in there. The Wiz. Girl. It's so gay and so humble, the Wiz. It's just so good. Love at first bite. Big Big business. business. One of the greatest movies ever made. Ruthless people. Ruthless people. Tootsie. Tootsie. Well, of course, Tootsie. Arthur, the original, not Not the the remake. Even my mother heard saw Arthur and said no. She looked at the thing she we were watching pay per view one night and she said no. The original remake, forget it. She's in Arthur. Look at that, Tammy. The original. (laughs) Tammy Arthur starring her at her beautiful movie star peak. At her peak. She's extremely charming. She's giving you the original the Liza that the world fell in love with. Yeah, I didn't even understand what the whole thing was with Liza and then. And like she is so sassafras. So charming. Charming, gorgeous, quirky. She was amazing. Yeah. That movie is my favorite movie of all time. The remake was really that's your favorite movie of all time. I think I need to rewatch because I haven't seen it in a while, but I think I'm gonna have to really re enjoy. I mean, so good, wonderful, and Tootsie, I love too a lot, of course. Tootsie uh, is really all I could watch that over and over, over and over. Mr. Mom, Mr. Mom is good. (laughs) Have you seen that? Sounds familiar. No, he hasn't seen it. Have you seen that? That was familiar. Mr. Mom is good and Irreconcilable Differences is good because yes. Drew Barrymore was adorbs. Yep. That was true. I don't really remember that very much. I remember the concept of that movie but I don't think Shelley I actually saw it. Shelley Long. Shelley Long, divorce. Plays. She's a kid. Ryan O'Neill. And Ryan O'Neill. And Sharon Stone is in it. Oh, yes. Wow. Pre-pussy show. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Very good. Well, very you have good. your Netflix queue set up for you listeners, Secret don't of My you? Success. Secret of My Success. Julie's still going. <laughs> I could go on. A couple more. I, I mean, there's oh, so many to go into. It's so many delightful Weird science. Oh. oh, God. They had to Thank God. <laughs> that you mentioned it. They had to have seen Weird Science. Do you Weird Science, Tammy? (gasps) Oh, Oh, Tammy. What you have to do is watch Weird Science and then immediately look up Kelly LeBrock now. Oh, really? And die. Oh, no. I mean, you have to watch Weird Science. Why? Because she looks so bad or so good? Bad California (laughs) is doing the cut. (laughs) The cut. California is doing the cut. Ugh. Mm, weird science. Yeah. Oh my God, that is. Oh, you really need to see Weird Science. It's a teen. I mean, I would say the John, Hughes, John movies, Hughes. but I would assume they've all seen those. You know Breakfast what? Club and uh, well, you know what? Shit. Let's get them started on these. We'll talk about John Hughes movies <laughs> yeah. this week. Oh my goodness, these Uncle were Buck. gems because they weren't huge hits. No, yeah, right. I you mean, know? they were. Oh God, so good. Weird Science, one of the greatest movies ever made. Weird yep. Science. God, I, I need so to rewatch that too. Because I had a Whoopi Goldberg, I had a Whoopi Goldberg marathon, a mini marathon with Burglar and Fatal Beauty yeah. and Jumbo Jack Flash this weekend when I was having a cold. I said, you know what? Let me just get with my old fashioned Whoopi Goldberg yes. favorites. You and Julie are like brothers from another mother. <laughs> this bitch, well, she has gone on a. A fucking whoopee like marathon that's lasted damn two months. She's seen all those. She's watched those every week. Yep, they're good. They're good. And of course, when I yeah, did I uh, mention them. that I was doing that on Facebook, someone did mention T Rex with the Charlotte. <laughs> I said, not that one. That deserved to yeah. be a bomb. I have to call out the bomb, you know? That's yep, gotta I'd, do well, it. I'd watch that too, though. But I have just watched Secret of My Success and it got me down a rabbit hole of, you know, because then you could get into the legend of Billie Jean and. You can get into... There, now you're going a whole other universe. Let's keep yeah. one genre at a time. There's so many good... But yeah, I think we should do a movie corner next week, too. 
movie oh, corner. Yeah. Wouldn't that be movie fun? Corner. Mm-hmm. What would this mm-hmm. one be classified as? Is like the, the straight to DVD or almost not successful at the box office, short lived. They were box like office. hits for me as a kid, but they weren't really big they're, box office hits. But like some of them were like Ruthless People was, but things like Jumpin' Jack Flash, yeah, no. Troop Beverly Hills, no. those were not hits. No, those were things were good. we rented at the video store. Yeah, right? they were rental hits. They eventually became rental hits. Well, look at this little baby. You've gotten you have so much to look forward to and have fun. Now, before we wrap it up, I want to tell you that there is a new album out by my lovely New York City sexy singer-songwriter, Mr. Corey Tut. Kudhammy, you know you like him. He's handsome. Okay. Uh, his new album is called Falling Up, The Pursuit of Life, Love, and Happiness, Part 1, Timmy. Part 1. And he, he has a video coming out with a sexy SL for his, this song. It's called Hangman. So we're going to preview it on the show right now. And you can get his album on iTunes. Yay. So Brandy, can you rock it? New shit, new shit, new shit, new shit, new shit, new shit. Hangman. Yeah! <laughs> Did you come from? From the moment we met, you had me spinning when you took my hand. Sound the alarm, you caught me off guard. But fast as you came, then you were gone. You string me along with your empty promises. Now 
From the moment we met My head was spinning Now I can't forget Wow! Oh my goodness. You know what, you guys? This podcast is brought to you by the SmittenKittenOnline.com, a lovely store where they sell progressive adult sex toys. That's true, Brandy and Julie. We have a sexy new sponsor, SmittenKittenOnline.com. SmittenKittenOnline.com. What are progressive sex toys? Well, it's all stuff that for people with open minds who want to explore their sexuality, everybody who works at the Smitten Kitten is a sex educator. So it's not all sleazy. It's like cute and fun and nice. And you go in there and just, you know, things for your ass, things for your pussy, things for your titties, whatever you want in an open place. They have sex seminars. They have ethically produced porn. Julie, I know you like that. Nice. No women were hurt in the making of Wonderful. this pornography available on SmittenKittenOnline.com. Great. They have body safe toys, so you're not putting all chemically shit in your boobs Good. or your pussy area or your Ooh, asshole. I didn't know girls did that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, rip open your boob and shove it in your nipple. Yeah. I don't know how ladies do their thing. Good. Good. Um, but, and you know what? If you go to the Smitten Kitten, uh, Smitten Kitten online and put in the coupon code Johnny, you get 20% off. How do you spell wow. Johnny? J O N N Y. Why? Because the Smitten Kitten show is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they're, they're sponsoring the next five shows. So, God bless them. Please go visit them. And then maybe we'll be able to do more and more podcasts that won't cost me money to do yeah. it. Yeah. Isn't that nice? I'm going to get a Tate massager to use on my own time. Yay. Ooh. What a delight. They should use that quote. I'm going to get a Tate massager <laughs> to use on my own time. <laughs> Well, you guys, what a wonderful, delightful show it's been. You know what? Brandy and Julie made it. We fa- finally made we it. We made it. God bless you for like having a long day on the set and coming. Calpurnia came here right from the airport. She just got back from London. Wow. They re- put out the Concord so she could take <laughs> it back and she did and she came straight to the show. Tammy came all the way from Orange County and I do it for the love. <laughs> the smooth, sweet, gay ass love. That's right. Uh, well, thank you my little gay babies for listening. Next week is going to be a special New York City reunion podcast that actually be in about two weeks featuring some of your old New York favorites. We'll check in on them, see how they're doing. Yay. Talk to Erica about her new remix album and maybe you'll hear the lovely dulcet tones of Miss Linda James. <gasps> Linda! And I'm going to even ask Martine. I mean, he's very busy Yay. and I, I don't know. I'll ask. He's a dad. He has priorities. I don't expect him to take time out of his busy schedule to do something as frivolous as podcast, but you can't know. hurt to ask. <laughs> All right, my little gay babies. I love you. Make sure if you haven't seen it, check out Sexy Nerd on YouTube and buy it on iTunes. Why? Because that money comes to me. Isn't it nice when I get money? Hooray! Yay! All right, my little gay babies. We love you. And from Hollywood, champagne wishes and faggoty dreams. Hooray for Hollywood, it's really got me hooray.